Let's get started. Here we go. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. For the underground world, every street and borough. You may learn something. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Happy New Year. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. Greetings and salutations. What we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. We're then going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. But first, Kamar is going to go over some new patrons. No best of bullshit here. You know, everyone else is doing best of. Yeah, that takes an editing team. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I am not. No, we, 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 we did the real thing. And that's why the patrons stick by us. And this week's no different. Uh, this seems like a prank, though. Um, big shout out to Guilherme Sores de Silva. Why is it a prank? Well, just a name that was going to stump me. Oh no, no. Sorry. he's Brazilian. I bet his. I bet he goes by like a single name, like Hulk. Guilherme Sores de Silva. De Silva. De Silva <laughs> is totally Portuguese. You know what I mean? They always do that. It's like Pele. <laughs> Those are soccer players. He died, by the way. Rest in peace. Yes, he did. I feel like the probably. G might be silent. Is that possible? No, it's probably Guilherme. 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 Oh, because it's yes. Hold on. You're right. It's uh, Brazilian, so it's Portuguese. It may it may be silent. Good call. Guilherme Sores de Silva. I love you. I love all the Patreons. Like and subscribe. Hit that. Smash that button. Do whatever they tell you to do on the other shows. Leave a comment. You know what's funny? Thank is you be- so much, Guillermo. Because it came up in his... Or Guillermo. Because, Guillermo. It, because it came up in his currency, I immediately hit him up and was like, hey, just so you know, we're not Joe Rogan. And then I realized it's $5 Canadian. It was a rupee or whatever. Some sort of R rand. Yeah, yeah, whatever the whatever the, the denomination is. And <laughs> yeah. The currency is in You're like, Brazil. I just want to make sure before I send you my first child. <laughs> yeah. Understand? But, uh, well, yeah, I was like... Everything's appreciated. Everything's appreciated. It is. So... Kamar, how's your week? Uh, you know, it's that uh, holiday limbo, so I've been watching um, murder interrogations, mm-hmm. as you do around this time of year. And it, the weird thing is that everyone's different, but guilty people are all the same. Like, <laughs> like the traits and the stuff that they do, like the mental gymnastics they play to try to get out of stuff. It's very, very interesting, but probably morbid. What's ironic to me about those is that, like, as kids, we're so dumb. And we think we've out we've like outsmarted adults or our parents. You know, remember lying as a kid? Mm-hmm. And you're like, I got them. And now as an adult, you're like, they knew. You know what I mean? But and but people still do it. No, like, that's what I was gonna say. Is the ironic thing is that even as adults, you keep that trait of might like be the kid brain or some sort of. Maybe like, I can sort fool of this group of professionals because owning up is an adult thing, and, and that's what's very rare. Is people go, yeah, I killed them, and. Uh, I mean, in everyone's defense, if you murder someone, you're a fucking idiot if you just admit it to the cops. Make them do their fucking job. Make them, like, that's what I always love about cops. Like, make this easy. Yeah, make it easy on you, motherfucker. I <laughs> saw one where this 16-year-old was like, yeah, I killed him. I convinced him to come to the... He was proud of it. Hmm. Like, not... Yeah, some people are like that. Most people Is enjoy that their the freedom. Is the kid they changed the law because of? Mm, I don't know. No. In any event, I uh, did a show on Wednesday... Poker with the boys and uh, big happy new year. And 
Is it normal for spring to come right now? I'll I mean, just say it's, it's, false. it's false hope. But. It's very odd for us to get like 40 inches of fucking snow and then have it just rain for five days straight. Sometimes we'll get like historically we'll get like a hot day and then it all freezes over. But mm-hmm. we're just getting consistent thaw right now. I mean, I hate odd. to talk about the weather, but yeah. uh, we do live in Canada. That, that is your job. And that is my job. Don't back, ever bring it up again. Back there on uh, this Monday, uh, like and subscribe to uh, Kamar Babar on the Instagram. And I'll be performing tomorrow, since this comes out no. Tuesday. And so you'll already have performed. No, no he's saying it'll be Wednesday. He's, oh, Wednesday. I, 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 just, I just booked a spot on Wednesday. So if you're in the auto area, come on out and support live comedy. I get what you're saying, though, Simon. This is very specific. You'll have to listen to this the day it comes out for that to be relevant. Yeah, that. and the only person who listens to us from Ottawa, I believe, is Kamar's sister, and she will not be attending. Pat Murray listens. I had a long conversation oh, that's last true. night. That's true. Thanks, yeah. Pat. You, you're the man. Thanks for those disparaging words. <laughs> <laughs> Simon, how was your, uh, your week, sir? Uh, my week was fine. You know, kind of same old, same old. New Year's. That was the whatever. And um, I watched that uh, new uh, All Gas No Breaks. Uh, oh, it's out on HBO. HBO thing. Did oh, you it's guys? out. Oh, you guys haven't seen it? No. Oh, I thought for sure we'd be able to talk about it. Anyways, it's not so great. It seems like it's more a, serious. It seems a, well, and it just seems a little behind the times. Like you're releasing a January six build up. Mm-hmm. documentary <laughs> it's just um, weird now, well it's the one know? year anniversary coming up that makes sense I, but I is guess. it balanced it's balanced right is it balanced as in like both sides well it just doesn't paint one sort of narrative it's like the whole thing's a shit show i mean or not I, mostly I'll watch it, it I'll just watch it. paints these people as kind of like yahoos you know i think kamar's point though is like andrew in general uh shows like you know, I, I get what you're saying. Some sort of tolerance. Like, I, I think he's a lefty. If, if let's, you have to let's call put it, someone something. Let's put it this crazy. way. It's produced by... HBO. Slow your roll. Sorry. It's produced by the fat guy from Superbad. What's his name? Jonah Hill. There you go. So that ne- just should just tell you everything you need to know. It's not, like, completely outwardly one way or another, but I do believe that it's from... Uh, Hollywood. A left point of view. Hollywood. You know. Sure, whatever you want to say. So Look how great. happy he is with himself. It's crazy. <clears throat> I've never seen such a smile on his face before. The new year, same issues. Worse issues. I meant for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, well I, I, I will be talking about the uh, the and, drama. The Andrew in the, Tate um, drama. In the post, Joe. You'll be not surprised at all by Kamar's take on the whole thing. I can tell you that much. <laughs> well, I'm sure we'll mean? bring it up somewhere in the show. Anyway, that's your week, Simon. Yeah, I mean it was it's just a, a, whole, a, a whole lot of nothing. Joe just won't take a goddamn break. Quit, well, none of these shows the, were done this week. Yeah, yeah. Either way, none of them needed to be done. None of them needed to be pre-recorded to be released this week. Like I thought, one of them was. Oh no, I I like that. Um, <laughs> I like that uh, Bones one. Uh, that, that, that was great. That was interesting. Just long. That guy. Um, that guy was hilarious. Would you listen to a best of? Like a re- Rogan, if, never. If, if they did a recap no. and just oh yeah, that happened. No, I never would. Because we always say we're going to do that, but it's way too much to go through all the lists of guests and what was your favorite guest. And you know what? This year there wouldn't years. have been anything. Like, it, did you say it was a shit year for Rogan? 
I think I said it was a shit year in general, but oh well, it definitely was for Rogan. Like there were no episodes where I was like, "Oh my god, this is incredible!" You, you know what I well, mean? The whole pandemic is the dark ages. Just, just the same recycled topics going, and now we're mm. coming out. Obviously, like I guess besides maybe. Brian Simpson, I believe, got a blue check mark. But for the most part, we're moving on. From- did you guys watch, um, just before I give it up to Matt here, did you guys watch uh, Glass Onion? Yes. Matt, did you watch it? <coughs> no. Anyways, it's worth a watch. It's fun. Um, but at the beginning, they all show up to the boat to get on, to go to the island, and they're all wearing masks because it's set right at the pandemic. So stupid. It's so stupid. Nothing takes me out of a movie more. Like, I think they, they're they trying to achieve the opposite, trying to make it seem so real. At the time, it seemed that way. I fucking eh? hate it. You're making eh? a movie. You decide what goes in. Cancel that shit out, you know? And Dude, it's just, like watching a porno with a condom on. Like, where the, yes. where the, where the porn star has a condom on. You're Matt, like, you're, thank you. When I see a porn that has a condom, I'm, I'm like, you guys are fuck. I can watch this bareback. What am I doing here, you know? Well, dude, it's like in my fantasy, no one's wearing a condom. When you're fantasizing about sex, you're not like, and then I put the condom yeah. on. Nope. Unless you love condoms, in which okay, case, sure. if that's your thing. Sure, but you know, you know what I mean? Like, it, it the, the mask is the yes, same thing. Like It's so they, dumb. We might, we might all wear condoms. Well, most of us might wear condoms, but like... You don't want it in your porn. The same way you might have worn a mask, the last thing you want to see in a movie is be reminded of this yeah. stupid fucking yeah. bullshit so you have to go through. That, that enraged I would have to say, I think that's added in, too. After the fact? Like, say Glass Onion was written, now we're going to production, then this happens, and they hire Ethan Hawke to vaccinate everyone. The worst part is you... <laughs> I think you're wrong, but okay. You know that the top, like, one of the top brass was probably sitting on set, was like, hey, I got an idea. What if, just hear me out. Let's make it real. What if we, yeah. What if we added some realism and added masks and where if it was someone lower on the totem pole, they would have gotten the fucking shit slapped out of them by someone like, shut the fuck up. That's a terrible idea. Instead, you know, they were too high up. And I'm so glad you said that because it really bothered me. That was like the worst part of the movie. The movie's all right. And I I just love me some Edward Norton. Also, hold on. No, but I've seen it. Sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. I, I just have to get this out. Also, a film is about acting. Acting is about emotions. You need the lower part of your face to properly get those emotions out. I guess as like, I'll say this, as an acting exercise, it's interesting. Like I, they might try that moving forward. Like, you know what I mean? Do a scene with a mask on. It becomes very difficult to... I'll pass. I get I get it. But my point is, it's Like, so, you know so who did stupid. it and I really didn't like Kamar was in, uh, I can't remember the name of it, Philadelphia, Portland... Um... Chicago with uh, uh, Philadelphia, Portland, Chicago. The guy from Community. I'm sorry. My brain is not working. Um, so we study in Philadelphia? No, from Community. The black guy, Danny Glover. Atlanta. The, Atlanta. Thank you. Wait a second. You just named Wait six other cities. Is that what just <laughs> happened yeah. there? Let's just yeah. go through that. Portland, <laughs> Chicago. Philadelphia. He was making his Atlanta. way. Okay, no, I, I was getting Atlanta. there. He was making his way from west to east. He just Anyways, hadn't gone south. Atlanta, yet. they do it on that show. They're wearing masks when they go to like um, I don't know England or something. You know what I mean? I don't like it. I wonder if people were thinking this is the new normal. So I think he was trying to just be so uber real. 
So at least in that one, you can give him a pass. I figure like, but he's also very, I don't know. But you acknowledge him bugs you when you see masks. In yeah. There. Is it just literally, uh, it's either you're trying to eat, be Uber real or you're trying to. No, it's listen. Get points. Even you when you're know? going Uber real, you still have suspension of disbelief. That's part of one of the movies. So we're all capable of being like, oh, they're not wearing masks because this is in this world that doesn't. Ha-. You know what I mean? It's like supposed to be happening in 2020 so I don't they care. want it to unless the pandemic is a massive part of your plot right don't bother don't fucking bother me i understand i can see right 2020 on the screen oh, okay i get it yeah no I, I i get it more though for a show like atlanta than i do for the onion because the onion there was nothing about it that needed to be 2020 in particular it could have been 2024 it could have been uh 2018 it has you know nothing I mean? to do the story like matt says yeah, a- if anywho. it doesn't have if it's if it's not pertinent, don't put it in. Fuck. Anywho, very very annoying. That was my week, but it was Go a on. fun murder mystery thing. Yeah, I liked it. Go on, Matt. How was your week? Terrible. Oh, my week. Terrible, I assume. No, no, it was fine. Whatever. <laughs> Christmas was nice. Nice seeing the <coughs> I'm tired of being one off. I'll tell you that. One off. Yeah. Oh, on all your bets. Oh yeah. Well, that means you're getting close. That's probably a good thing. No, it's probably not. That's how you go broke, motherfucker. Um, Kamar, do you want to go over the guest list, please? I'd love to. It was a curveball of a week. Uh, we started off with 1915. Like I said before, <clears throat> I did get a blue mark with Brian Simpson Returns, followed by, I don't think anyone saw it coming, uh, 1916 John Bernthal. I don't know how you guys feel about him. 1917 may be the worst podcast I've ever listened to in my life. Fedor Gorst. Finishing off with uh, a weird surprise, the Alaskan Boneyard Man, 1918, John Reeves. Rate it. So tough. This week stank. I did not enjoy this week. Um, Oh, my God. I don't know. I'm going to give it a a super generous two. Like the generosity. It's Christmas, so. Yeah, I'll that makes sense. Two. I'll give it a two. And because I don't really care about the ratings, I'll also give it a two. I'm not hitting the button because that attitude fucking stinks. Oh, but what a way to start off the year. Hit it. We have an agreement. Yeah. Whatever. All right, Kamar. 1915, Brian Simpson. Brian Simpson. Yeah. Roommates with Hans. Hans Kim, your favorite yeah. comedian. I, I, he's not my favorite. I did not know. that. That's the most interesting things where you just find a little, oh, yeah. you guys live together. I, I'm not implying anything by it, but just. Did Brian Simpson come from Kill Tony? No. He was, uh, he was a comedy store guy. Well, he, he, he told the story in this that he ran a club, basically. Mm-hmm. That's how he got his reps in. Can I ask you a question, Kamar? If you were Brian Simpson level... Um, comedian would you have a roommate that's what i was wondering i don't even know what levels are well he was talking maybe it's convenience because they're always touring i guess you have someone there yeah okay it what that is funny because he was talking to joe about how once you get to a certain level and people start recognizing you on the street it makes it hard for you to do things so i was like oh he's killing it you know what i mean he was acknowledging he was at that level yeah so he's killing it but yeah he has a roommate no but you may be right maybe he's just doing hans a favor or something but hans has got to be making really good money now too he's fucking just let me give you a weird example like i was mary and i are looking at going away for our birthday so i happen to be looking at places in cabo 
Cabo San Lucas in Sounds Mexico. Sounds good, man. Just the way you said. Now, when I was looking, I noticed that the Waldorf Astoria was like the third one in, and it because it was exponentially more expensive than the rest. It was like seventeen hundred dollars a night. And then I happen to be on Instagram, and I see that Theo is staying in Cabo at that Waldorf Astoria, like in a fucking suite. So in my head, I'm like, well, Theo Vaughn has the money to spend. $2,000 a night on a room in Mexico. Brian, so Simpson. do you? No, I, I look, Kamar, just because you click on the link doesn't mean you're fucking booking. <laughs> sorry, that sorry, shit. I got no ahead way. of you. There. I got ahead of you there. My bad. You think Theo Vaughn and Brian Simpson are the same level? Brian Simpson Hold on. was on Netflix. Even if Brian is like a level, be- like slightly below, I assume he's still making like decent money, right? I can't, am I crazy? I, but I, I can't imagine what decent money is that I could justify $2,000 a night. On a hotel room. Well, I mean, it's a vacation, first of all. So you splurge, right? Yeah, but splurge yourself into financial ruin. <laughs> like, I, Hold on. If you made, if you made, two, well, let me ask you a question. If you made $200,000 last year, would that's you, what, that's the number then. $200,000. Yeah, well, Theo definitely. $100,000 after tax. I can guarantee. Splurge yourself into financial ruin. That's funny. It is. I, I can like guarantee you that Theo made two hundred grand last year. For sure. Without yeah. a doubt. I bet you Brian Simpson. Maybe last year might have been weird for Theo because I think he had some sort of like nervous breakdown or something. So maybe he wasn't touring a lot or whatever. But uh, I here. would imagine that he's pretty wealthy. <laughs> and Dude, if, his podcast definitely brings in 150k a year. I have no idea. It, but if 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 you're if you're living that, you're making that money, spending it that way, it's sort of like you're spending tomorrow's money. You probably not a lot of room for saving with these extravagant like the lifestyle. Well, yes and no. If you go on one vacation a year and you're making 200 grand a year and you're really working hard, I don't think it's that hard to justify. Especially if it's an all-inclusive. I, I yeah, I guess they all everyone does go on vacation, but I'm sure for most guys who are making money and touring, it always feels like a vacation just traveling. I guess, but I feel like Theo tr- maybe travels less than the, most of them. I could be wrong though. Do you think Theo has roommates? That's a great question. Because Brian Simpson does. Then they talked about cars. Can I back it up for one second? Yeah. I guess as a comedian, there's an advantage to it, no matter what of course, age you I are. Know, I, 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 I see it. Yeah, I'm just saying living, like Joe always talks about him living with Doug Stanhope. You know, I would assume that's only good for your comedy. I, uh, the comedy community through like a New Year's Bash last night and I went to it and uh, just to feel part of it. Part of the, but I only have like two good friends in comedy like comedians who well, all we do is talk about jokes and stuff well, that's what fucks me up is like i try to write and i'm like well a you're not funny and b you don't have anyone funny around you it's me do, and you, the have, do you have any friend friends from comedy friends friends from comedy yeah friends like, of comedians that are friends n- <laughs> can i tell you something funny about kamar <laughs> no friends that you made in the comedy scene that like you don't just talk about comedy with that you might go out and like i don't know Nah, I doubt it. Dude, when but you see Kamar in the scene. Most people are coming and going. When you see Kamar in the scene, he like he looks like he gets along with everyone, glad handing, pointing, and then like he'll <laughs> sit down with you and he'll be like, oh, that guy's a real piece of shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, 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 it's pretty interesting. It's funny. It's funny. And, and everyone's doing it to everyone else. Anyways. Um, Doesn't sound very nice. Well, it's like any industry. Everyone's glad handing, and because the next that guy might be the next guy, but behind their back, you're like, yeah, he's it's a all famine bum. mentality. That's the problem, AK. 
In Ottawa, it must be. Scarcity. I call yeah. it scarcity now. Um, <coughs> then uh, Joe uh, reiterated about the Congo. And the most interesting thing is the only thing from this week that got in the news was... Um, Andrew Tate. No, Joe's opinion of the Elon jet. Oh, you're talking about Joe's only opinion that made it out this week. Yes. I see what that's, you're saying. That made the news cycle. You see, that, and that's what is so fucked up about so fucked everything up. is that if Joe Rogan says something about whatever, Biden, it makes the news. But when he talks about fucking Congo mines, it can't get a lick. Well, we know why. What well, that's, it's fucking bullshit, man. He's got to get Greta in on that. Um... Who has the worst, ugly girls or ugly guys? Ugly guys have ugly way guys. Worse. It's the, that's the just as the worst as it can get for you. And, and, and there's workarounds. You can make money. You can work on yourself. But. I think it's also like Fahrenheit and Celsius that there's a point of ugly where it doesn't even matter anymore. They're both the same. And they're gay. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, you're both <laughs> I, I so ugly that like it gets to the point where it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. You're just gonna have it. The um. Women always have, you know, the more up, options. The upper hand, there, more options. I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The ugly guy is is, is in this country, anyways. It might be different in other places, but uh, I will say this though: the advantage that the ugly guy has is all he has to do is become rich. Well, I mean, theoretically, same with the girl. You can well, hey, if can, you become rich, you I guess can, you can get, then like uh, swan yourself up. Yeah, sure. well, I mean, and you could also get like a sugar boy. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's the right uh, sugar boy. But that's yeah. That's, you that's, know, that's one yeah. of the differences between men and women is like, um, it's way more accepted for a guy to fuck a bunch of girls than a girl to f- fuck a bunch of guys that. I'm a slut, you're a stud, sort of. Well, I'm not suggesting argument. they have to fuck a lot of guys, but like, women don't want that. I don't think, and I don't, I don't mean to generalize. Some women don't want that, but I say a guy in a band on tour is fucking a girl every single night. I don't think a woman on tour is picking up a dude. Like, it's, I, I, the desire and fulfillment is just different. I also think not it's to funny. make it right or wrong. I also think it's funny the whole like, oh, you know, that girl fucked a lot of dude. Any girl that you knew growing up. That you were like, she fucked a lot of guys. You were like, yeah. Yeah. Well, th- that means she fucks. Yeah. There was, I was never like, uh, that, I don't know. It's a I, goal seal endorsement. I was like, keep her in mind. <laughs> like, I just, I never understood the whole like stigma of like, you're a slut. I don't know. Well, yeah. No, I, I mean, unless, you know, there were some cases where it seemed a little gross. So, yes. They did bring up Andrew Tate for a moment. And, oh, it, well, let's talk it, about it. If then. he's on the level. If he hasn't done anything wrong, go on. Yeah, then the hatred is of seeing how he's living his life. So Kamar is convinced that um, Andrew Tate has done nothing wrong and is being totally falsely accused. And this is just another Alex Jones type situation, I guess. Well, I mean, Alex Jones. There came receipts at the end of the day. That was the most interesting part. Sorry. Just to backtrack for a second. That was the most interesting part about that uh, All Gas No Breaks documentary thing. So what he interviews Alex Jones? No, a big part of it is Alex Jones. And it shows just him at the January 6th and leading up to January 6th. And how he is like, 
There's no doubt about it, man. He is out there trying to incite he people is, is. into some sort of weird civil war. The morning of the riot marches, he's yelling like, he goes up there, says something, and 1776, 17, you know? And he's like, you see it. It's pretty clear. And then it flashes to the interview he has with him on InfoWars there, where Alex is saying, you know, no, that, that's not what I was doing at all. He was telling people to, to leave. He, he said it after the fact. After the fact, he like turns eyes. on it. And he doesn't go to the, cap- the capital. He just tells every. He's like that. Dude, it's so weird. When you watch it, it's pretty fucking clear. That something he was doing some weird ass but shit. But you think less of Alex Jones now? After watching that, I do. So unless it was like somehow cut to make it look like that, which I can't possibly understand because it's pretty clear what's going on. Mm-hmm. He is like, it's it really makes you think that he would be working for people who would want other people to go into the Capitol. But I mean, Alex Jones is really just another Logan Paul. Another, yeah, I guess. Like the, he he does these shows and sells rations. Like I remember back in the day, it was it, it was I, very scary. I always tried energy. to give him Hold like on. the benefit of the doubt, the way Joe does. You know, like this is the character he's playing, yeah. and but whatever. But there is just that faded away for you. Well, it did a little after Sandy Hook, obviously. But this is just like, dude, watch it. I will. Watch I will. It. It's I only will. like an hour and a half. I've been looking forward to it. You're gonna say something. No, I just Logan Paul's out there trying to like shadily steal your money. What are you talking about? Alex Jones, as he drinks his prime, um, you know, that Sandy Hook shit was real. Like there were people that were like ready to hurt these families because they thought some crazy shit that he said. So Alex Jones is worse than Logan Paul. Yes. But But he's more dangerous. I didn't say he's worse. He's more dangerous in the sense that like, dude, there are people that are doing fucking time for shit that he has said on his for for shit he has incited they're very similar in the fact that they both have big platforms where they use it to then sell you other things about themselves all of those things being kind of you know maybe not on the level but um the craziest part is that it's all about money at the end of the day, Create it's all, noise it's all and about sell money. something related to the noise. And you somehow, I think, convince yourself that you're doing like a service. You, you know what I'm yeah. saying? You make a podcast because you want to make money, and then you convince yourself that you're doing it because for some altruistic reason. Oh, we're helping so many people. You know what I mean? Because it's, we thought when you were young that like our superstars or whoever they were. We're above selling out or whatever. It's this thing we've talked about, the erosion of integrity. This is if anyone did something like that, like this is way different. Ever since it's hyper. This whole crypto thing, like, has opened doors to scams that maybe there are just so many now that it's I think it's that we I think in reality it's that we didn't have the internet. I think a lot of people sold out low key back in the day, but you didn't hear about it or know about it, or you had to see them in a Pepsi ad. Right, like you had to see Tony Hawk in a Pepsi ad to be like, "Whoa, Tony Hawk doing a pep." Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. There's a huge difference though between doing an ad and what you call selling out and tricking people into like using your clout to trick people into buying something that you know is fraudulent. You, you know what I mean? Well, where does that put? Where like, does that do put, you're just telling? Well, what about to, Tom Brady and FTX Tom Brady, and Matt them. Damon, uh, Larry David? I, I don't feel they're the same, but. It's the same. Well, that is a whole other question, but it's different than Logan Paul and 
um, selling crypto animals that don't exist. You know what I'm saying? Those are two different That's things. Fraud. All out fraud. But well, Simon, as sorry, as we found out from our friend last week, like if you were to do an Apple ad, like let's say you're Brad Pitt and Apple's like, we'll give you $20 million to do a Super Bowl ad. You can feel like, oh, I, it's an Apple ad, no big deal. But at the end of the day, it's leading to all it's this app, mining. You, in, oh, uh, you know uh, what I mean? So there's no real like... There's no anybody who's clean. What they're doing though with these crypto scams is different than just kind of putting your name behind a product. It's two different things. It, they're not just the face of a product. They Like... Coffeezilla does a really good example of showing you like the text chains. I like, understand why they're different, but it's, it's the same shillings selling out. I mean, everything, it's all gross. I feel like culturally in Canada, we think it's more day class A than Americans do. What is, what are you saying? Day class A. We just think it's, it's ugly to be, to flaunt or show stuff off. Like oh. we just feel like, a, I, I don't know if I'm trying to be humble to say we're humble, humbler, but it doesn't, it doesn't affect people's, perception of other people for being flashing stuff where we sort of think that's be more understated. Is that possible? I mean, yeah, I guess that's possible. Cause all these people get exposed and people still keep giving them money. Or do I, they I, get exposed though? Like you have to get on somewhere where a lot of eyeballs see you to get exposed. Right. I mean, Simon makes a great point. Just like, you know, Coffeezilla is a perfect example. Like, yeah, we've all seen him. Like, Simon never would have watched a video of his, even though I told him to. So, like, a close a, a close person to Simon said, you should watch this. And Simon was like, no, I don't like his name. Never going to watch it. Then he sees him on Lex, hears him talking. He's like, I guess I'll check it out. The point is, let's say Coffeezilla has 10 million subscribers, which I don't think he does. That's not... That many, uh, dude, the States has 360 million people. Oh, to most of the world, th this egregious thing is like nothing. There's, no, there's, there's a nothing burger in the in the world of news unless criminal charges come. But um, he asked him, Joe asked Sam Harris what brain he'd want, and he said Sam Harris. He asked Brian Simpson what brain he wanted, he'd say Sam Harris. Yeah, weird answer. And I really feel like Sam Harris has lost his mind and fallen from Paris. <laughs> I agree. Who and did, I was a huge, like, I was a big... I'm, I'm so happy to hear you say that. Well, listen, I'm a per... I, I don't feel like I'm some asshole. I, I know, I like Sam Harris, too. I just, his, whatever has happened to him. What happened to him? Just the things coming out of his mouth recently are f just absolutely obscene. It doesn't make any sense. Like, he example? was, to me, he was, a, he was a guy of reason. But he's so anti-Trump that, like, okay, example, what did he say? Uh... He's fine with, he thought the government lying was for like the better good of the people sort of deal. And I'm like, come on, dude, the, the, that's never the case. I don't see how the trust, trust in the government, whether it's at an all time low or an all time high, if you find out that they actively pushed a shit narrative on you, it's not good. He's supposed to be such a crazy intellectual, but to be so stuck in this one sort of. Well, that's the problem is like, you know, like even for example, for him to be like, what did he say about Biden? He said, no, he, he said uh, Biden could have a baby in his basement or something. It wouldn't matter. It would pale in comparison said, to what Trump What does that mean? No, he, what he was saying was like, if they, if they found out that like Hunter, if, I can't remember if it was Joe or Hunter. He's like, if, if we had found out that one of them had fucked a kid, it wouldn't be as bad as what Trump did on January 6th. Something along those lines. Just Trump in general, he is so <laughs> deranged and so happy. And anyways, I thought that was funny that he wanted to be. Who do you think the most hated person is? In the world, yeah. If they, if they, like Brendan Schaub, <laughs> and again, you think uh, that 
but Brent no, no Schaub one even knows even who he is. I get it. Yeah. I scandal. mean, it's got to be either Trump or like in the world or in North America. I guess you'd have to have sections, and someone would. Um, because Putin's, Putin's going to be, be pretty high up Putin's there. Gotta be Trump one. is going to be very high up there. Mao or whatever his name is there. Not but Mao. Trump shouldn't um, even be Kim in the Jung conversation. Il. Kim Kim Jong. Trump shouldn't even be in the conversation. It's not like he's a war criminal. Um, well, I mean, Trump I, I guess every shouldn't US be in the conversation, but like, he is. Well, don't the, you the, think? The media keeps him in. Uh, Kanye. Is Kanye in the top 10? I don't think Kanye is big enough to, like, you, you know what I mean? Putin, Trump. Trump is more divisive Klaus, than Kanye Klaus, is. Klaus Schwab? No. Putin is more divisive than Kanye is? No. Like, Trump is a bigger deal than Kanye. Mm. Well, yeah. I mean, Kanye will never... Huh. I'm not even going to say it. Okay. I was going to say Kanye will never be president, but mm. I was like, the last time someone you did this... You don't want to fuck the with the Matrix. <laughs> the last time someone did this, we know exactly what happened. Does the Matrix fall apart if Lex starts to run Twitter? I mean, I think he'd be crazy to do that. I don't know why I gotta, he would want to do that. That seemed kind of like, I don't know. Sometimes Lex seems like a, a bit like thirsty. Well, no, I don't know about that, but like it speaks to you guys hated Lex. With the tie and everything at the beginning, yeah, and yeah, came around not, on him. I didn't like him. He's, he's risen from the Joe. ashes like a phoenix. But I was, and then when Joe, he worked at MIT. He, but what does he do now? Like I think he just his podcast. I don't know. Does he is he working on coding? No, I think I he's know he's still, very accomplished. I think he's still working on private projects. Not right now because his whole thing leading up to this new year has been like I'm going to get back into coding and doing work. And mm. I don't follow him because he so. hasn't been. He hasn't had a lot of podcasts coming out. I don't think. Either way, he's one of those people I hate. He's had podcasts coming out. I anyway. despise when someone's like, oh, yeah, we get it. You're driven. You're smart. Is it not Fuck impossible off. for anyone to run Twitter? Like, there's no central beacon that everyone was like, well, we agree that that person has everyone's best interests in free speech or whatever they're trying to do. There. Who would be that person? It doesn't they, exist. It doesn't no, 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 no. But if you, like you, Kamar, you're tasked with trying to find the best Middle of the road person to run Twitter. Who do you put in there? That's a good question. I like that. <clears throat> Nancy <Ooh>. Pelosi. <laughs> it's no. I'm trying to think. Of, what do you think, Matt? You I'm, I'm trying to know. I, well, you just asked the question, so I'm trying to give. Yeah, it, yeah, no, I'm no, trying no, to I'm give it a solid. Trying uh, to include everybody. Um, Mr. Beast. My job. I mean, not enough people know him, right? In the Twitter world, everyone knows him. I'm so sure. for young people, that would be a good vote. I mean, Simon, I don't know enough about what, like, what is Twitter? I I, I know it's a social media company. I'm not a fucking idiot. You, but what, my question is, like, when before Elon took over, were they an advertising company? Because most social media no, they companies... No, they're a lose-money lose company. Whatever they are, Matt, you this person would be charged with, um, you know, deciding what kind of people get banned and don't get banned and what the rules would be and you know what I'm where what I'm driving out here sure yeah i guess yeah i don't i don't really know that's a it's a really good question greta <laughs> no that's a terrible idea maybe tom hardy like or oh, you know what tom i was thinking hardy. mike tyson cuz no one would talk shit about him oh, mike tyson no what i think he you would actually, just do what he's doing i think you need a board of lawyers that's what i think you really need i know that sounds odd but you need and i don't mean like <clears throat> I just mean people that know that are very smart and level-headed, like ex-judges, would be a good place to start. Jocko, 
just to get a pool of the most corrupt people possible to start your uh... no there's not no, you think I every know, judge I'm, is no, 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 you know what i mean not. someone who someone who is who has been brought up on a but judges that you're going to get are going to be old yeah that's a problem and that's a problem yeah right like nobody stops being a judge but you get what i'm saying i'm looking for someone who like understands impartialness and reason and reason and, and yeah. th- like this is what we're really looking for is it someone, doesn't exist you can't be on, <clears throat> on the political spectrum because that clouds your view you know you have to be impartial you have to i mean lex to me is probably a pretty good he understands both sides he gets the technical side he gets the he seems like a pretty reasoned person mhm Maybe it is a good. Maybe it is a good job for him. Uh, he talked about having to leave uh, your hometown to succeed in comedy, and that people know you a certain way, and it's hard for them to see you otherwise. Yeah, you know, like I'm funnier than you guys think because because you know me, but other people who don't know me think I'm fu- really funny. Um, I was gonna say, yeah, I mean the opposite, but yes, I totally get what you're saying. Then. Um, then Brian did the old, I think I'm going to do boxing, which is sort of hard to do after you have um, David Goggins, like do it. You should be doing the boxing, Brian, not talk about it, but it's sort of give a bone to Joe. And they talked about if you have your hall pass, do you think you could enjoy sex with your favorite porn star or porn star that you you, you, you like? If you had your If I had hall a hall pass, pass yeah. do you think I could enjoy sex with my For favorite real, though, porn real, star? For real, though, for real. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. You wouldn't be intimidated, like no. He 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 asked the question. I mean, I think he would probably be a little intimidated. I think it might be too much pressure. It's a lot of pressure. <laughs> yeah. I'm not good under. Pressure. And, and, and First this, of all, hold on. You're, there is no pressure in this scenario. You're not getting, you have a hall pass. You're not there to impress her. Or no, do, no. Forget the hall pass for a second. Okay. You're just a guy, uh-huh. and yeah, you're okay. going to fuck. Your favorite porn star. Yeah. You have one shot to fuck this porn star. You know what I mean? That's a weird flex. Why do you have one shot? Girls are more understanding than you give credit to. Like, if you busted right away, you could be like, listen, I've been dreaming about this my whole life. Why don't you give me 10 minutes? I'm just saying, yeah. Like, (laughs) anyways. Yeah, if it's it's a one off deal, I think it'd be awkward. I I think it would be. Simon, I've just. Anything where there's pressure, I think you can really get in your head. And you realize it's different. Fucking a porn star than watching a porn star because you don't see all the angles of her that you're used to because she's right up there close to you. It's just know. all POV and you can't handle exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> so I guess we're split on that. Um, the variety of porn and uh, cat videos. Do you think that that's what the internet is? The variety of porn and cat. Like videos. porn is the biggest thing in the world. Not to echo EA. But porn is porn is on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. I think music is bigger, but I guess it's debatable. Mm. Music's more accessible. Music is easier to because music can be shared. Porn can't be shared like with a big group of people. I just in general think music is you know music is played in the background at banks. It's in elevator. Like music is like I said, most people like music. Imagine if, like that's, imagine if that's how porn was. It's it was in the just background playing in the background. Fucking great. In the elevators, it's like a slowed down version of the say, porn. Dude, you're for, like, ah, oh, fucking po- elevator porn. Elevator <laughs> porn. God damn it. That's a cool thing if you had a movie just to throw in. You'd go to like old theaters to watch old black and white porn. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I remember when it was all just stepdad. Now it's elevator porn. 
they 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 contended that porn does run the planet though. <laughs> porn runs the world. It sounds and, like a fucking and who runs the world? <laughs> porn does. And what about? I guess so I, I guess access, but it's but it's true. All my reels, like I'm not following people, but it's all just girls in bikinis dancing, and that and I consider that porn. Dude, it's I, so funny that everyone in Kamar's algorithms just leads back to girls in bikinis. Everyone's does, man. <laughs> and we take for granted that we went from buying music to streaming music. Yeah, that was weird. That just happened. And like tapes and having borrowing someone's thing to record on a cassette. Well, and that was just one of those things. The So music became available. Mm-hmm. It was essentially stealing. Mm-hmm. Nobody looked at, at it that way at all, right? It was just LimeWire like, certain we, days. We got over Napster. Napster, LimeWire. We yeah. got over that so quickly. Y- you know, there was no like part where anybody was like well, oh think, this is wrong I, we I shouldn't do though. this I think they, it happened so quickly that it came on the watch he got charged or whatever fine well no i know but by that point nobody is ever mm-hmm. buying a cd mm-hmm. again they're you're now converting to some streaming thing where maybe you're paying like ten dollars a month or whatever it is but just that moment just changed the way we fucking do business in music Anyways. Yeah, but according to Anthony Kiedis, it's been the best thing ever for music. Well, maybe. I'm not saying it's not. I just find that very interesting how quickly that happened. We're not talking about like a couple of years. We're talking about like a couple of months. That we I, and that we witnessed. We bore witness. In, well, we bore witness to most new on most sides. Uh, technically speaking. Can I give you another example? It's crazy because video games have gone the same route in a weird way. It used to be like when we grew up, you bought a video game, the cartridge, the disc, whatever. It was 80 bucks, 60 bucks, whatever the fuck it cost. And that was it. You own that thing. You could sell that thing, yada, yada. Now the whole MO is give them the game for free. And there's just going to be a million things you can buy within the game. Whether it's a skin, a gun, a car. Have you ever bought anything? Uh, Matt, well, I mean, dude, Matt we, and I used to buy oh, uh, we played FIFA, FIFA packs Holy a long time fuck. ago. What a waste of money that was! Yeah, <laughs> I a bought staggering. Waste I bought of money. boosts, for but it was a, like gambling. It was that thrill of opening packs. So that's what nothing. I thought, Simon. Is I was like, okay, I shifted that into actual gambling. But I've looked back and been like, well, I've won gambling. Well, like, yes, that's what I've I'm saying. I've taken a lot of money can, out of it. Yeah, FIFA. Some, just at the end of the year, yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, I have nothing. <clears throat> but that's my point. Is like. In a way, they made more, they figured they they figured out a way to be like if we give them the product, like don't even make this the product anymore. Well, you became the product. That's what they all say, right? That's when everything changed. When you became the. Uh... But speaking of, it's made everything worse because like video games are trash now. I mean, eventually it probably makes everything worse. It, I would it, that's hard. To say. There's so many video games. Like, did you play Zelda? I loved Zelda growing up. But I, I think a new one just came out. Oh, no. I don't have a <laughs> Switch. <clears throat> but those games are sort of fun. Yeah, Zelda's, yeah. My uh, sister's uh, boyfriend had, it was just a little smaller than my phone, just Mario Brothers. Mm, just that game, no cartridge, just like the size oh, of a, a small wallet. My, uh, sorry. We're sorry. The guy that created Rick and Morty, not Dan Harmon, Justin Roiland, he has, uh, he's the guy that made Solar Opposite, Simon. He has a game out right now for Xbox and 
PC called High on Life. And the story of the game is aliens have figured out a way to get high off humans. So they've come to Earth to like, they go from planet to planet getting high off all the humans. And they end up on Earth. And you have to save Earth. And it's a first-person shooter. But all the guns talk to you. Like the gun has a face on the back. And it'll be like, he's over there. Fucking shoot him, shoot him, shoot him. This game is fucking incredible. Yeah, you told me about it oh, already. Okay. Yeah, that's so, why I thought so you were talking about it. It does sound funny, though. But it's not like a hard game, right? It's just a funny type of game. It's a story game. Yeah, it's more you're playing. It's like you're, you get to play a, a a full movie of Rick and Morty without it being Rick and Morty. Gotcha. I, I understand. That sounds like fun. I think, that would, but you can only do it once and then it's done. Like there's no. I I know people who play them over again, like watching a movie again. Oh no, because Simon, I have seen that. Like there's multiple routes you can take in this mm. one. So that's what that's one thing they're doing. I'm with you because like online video games are kind of the shit you now. Know, if because, you open the world, then everybody can play. It. Of course. What they have done now, though, is they'll at least make 10 different paths. It's kind of like watching Bandersnatch. Yeah, or whatever, yeah, no, right? no, no. Where... I, I, I understand. Everything's getting better then because of streaming. Uh, OnlyFans, $4.8 billion. I thought it was going to be way more. I got to really? be honest. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I think it'll be double that next year. The reason I thought it would be more is because. Well, you were saying how big porn is, and I was just thinking and like. Some people just must make so much money. You know, like ungodly amounts of money that would just skew. The, but, I, but it does. It's like any. But Simon, but Twitch, some people make nothing. Twitch so. and YouTube are the same. All the money is on the one. It's the yeah, sliver it's at the one percent end. Percent. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's but, how everything works, right? It seems that way. Even yeah. in things that are supposed to be like organically diplomatic, it's just never the case. Simon, like think, something like OnlyFans, right? Where everybody should. Yeah. It's still think about our podcast. We don't think we have a big podcast by any stretch of the imagination. We're in the top. Exactly. We're in the top 5% yeah. of podcasts. So, yeah, I mean, and you only hear about the people that make crazy money. It's, it's probably a hundred people. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So but my point is, is like there's 95% down here. We're in this 5%, but the gap between us and the 1% is fucking incredible. Yeah. Still. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, the, the, yep, the, yep, they played yep. that reporter that gets attacked by the bee. Yeah. And I don't know if you noticed, but he's reporting on a death. Is that the one where it flies into his mouth? I believe so. Or that might be Doug that Ford. That would suck. Like, no, that's no, that your, was Doug Ford. The two yeah. bodies are, what the? <laughs> sad, but funny. Well, it's also sad because imagine that's he's reporting on your dad's death. And it's a it's a viral meme forever. You have to just like, dude, please stop sending me the B clip. That sucks. Someone <laughs> for someone, someone that happens to them. Yeah. Um, do we know about accents and language, especially where they just about American accents all over? I was just thinking about dude, that, that same part thing blew when my they fucking said it. Mind. It makes all accents make so much sense. Why? When he, when they said that. The, the Australian accent was just drunk British people, kids being around drunk British criminals, that that's why the Australian and New Zealand... How it formed? I don't understand any it's, accents. So, so you're saying all accents are related to alcohol? Yep, it all makes so much sense oh now. My. It all makes so much sense. All they drank was wine forever, right? So like, accents just come from like people being drunk and slurring words the same and then other people pick, like i don't i don't think get about it. scottish irish welsh they it all makes so much sense so why is like an italian accent <laughs> italian red wine 
No, because Italy's like a. I think Italian's a very old Latin language. Isn't it must it? Like be Rome's where been around you come forever. from. It must be location that dictates. But the, uh, not the. Is it the different kind of alcohol they drink in each state? Specifically, America house. So a New York accent to no, a I think you're Texas ex- accent exactly. To so is that whiskey as opposed to like no, beer? I, th- I think you're doing it wrong. It's that you you have these drunks in New York for like twenty years, and as people slowly move out. They have an accent, and that accent. Well, there definitely was a time when everyone was drunk. New York, New York. Yeah, keep going. So tell me. So we. Got I'm just New saying, so York here. Simon, as you spread out, yeah, the, that accent, that New York accent, spreads out, right? But yeah. you have different people and different drunks. Like all it takes is, I mean, we all know someone who has like an interesting cadence so or voice. So this guy right? starts slurring his New York, and then somebody in Philly hears it. And Not hears it. He he moves. He ends up in Philly. And he has a bunch of kids, and they all are the predominant fit. You know what I mean? And I think that's mm-hmm. this is what I'm working out at least. It makes the most sense to me. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't see why not. Um, just the idea of different. Um, it makes more sense because we know accents. about sign language. Got to me. I was like, wow, that's crazy when you start thinking about that. How. I mean, if we really, like, if you, let's do an Adam and Eve thing. If it really just was, like, two people, it accents make no sense, right? Like, state by state, let's say. Yeah. You know, you have um, New York and Dude, there's Boston. New York, Boston, just New York Philly, New, Chicago. New York and Boston, they're four hours from each other. I don't even think it's that far. And they have wildly different accents. Like, how does that work? Yeah. I'd need somebody to explain that to me. I'm not... Uh... Well, here, think about it like this. New York had, like, Boston was predominantly Irish, right? Oh, that would have been it. Okay, gotcha. Whereas New yeah. York, you had, like, you had a lot of Jews, you had Italians, you had Irish. I didn't so, like the way you said that, but yeah, go on. <laughs> but You say Jewish people. But you understand it becomes a melting pot. Yeah, no, so no, kids no, no, grow no, up around sure. a Yiddish person, uh, an Italian, a Yiddish. Polish guy. I get it. I get it. I totally get it. Yeah, that totally makes sense. That's how you would get these different... Um, and that's why you have, like, Cajuns, because the French were there, right? So it's this weird bastardized, like, I mean, I I'm st- in a bayou, baby! I still don't understand that. How does French and... You know what I'm saying? Why does it become Cajun? Because... Because think about it, like, okay, so the French Canadians grew up around, like, Ontario English-speaking people. But if you... Like, let's say there's a Southern accent and you're French you end up with Cajun, right? Does that, like... Is that just how that works? Well, yeah, We're think about it. it up, think about yeah, it. Some French know. some French guy sleeps with uh, some down south southern belle, and they have a kid, and that kid grows up with this French-speaking dad and this southern mom, and he ends up like, whoa! Yeah. How'd I do there? <laughs> yeah. Foghorn Langhorn, like um, Buddy in... Uh, I do declare. In the Glass Onion. Yeah. I do declare. He plays a gay detective. Um... Do you, do you guys see the the professional Leon the professional? I've seen it before with Natalie Portman. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. that what we're doing as the movie game? Mm-hmm. It's the J R E movie game. The time has come again for Matt and Simon to rack the brains to guess the budget in the box office. We all know they won't guess the year, and the Patreons are the real winners here at the J R. Yeah, it's the movie game where Simon and Matt go head to head to find out what year a movie came out, how much it cost to make, and how much it made at the box office. This week we're doing Leon, 
the professional, which it had a cre- creepy thing about the guy with the girl, and that it, if if they didn't get up to the hijinks, it, it would not end well, no matter what happened. But a great movie starring uh, Natalie Portman, Jean Reno. Oh no, not Natalie Portman. Yeah, Natalie. Gary Oldman. Was Natalie Portman? Natalie Portman, who's a beautiful Jewish girl. And I, um, I like how you said that. Danny, she might be one Danny of the hottest. Aiello. She might be one of the hottest on her. But you cannot say that about her in this movie because she's like twelve. Yeah, I'm saying now that she's an adult. And I didn't. I thought she was sort of ugly in the movie. It's like Mary thinks it's weird that I think Emma Watson's hot. Emma Watson. Hermione. Emma Watson. I mean, she's hot now. Yes, well, that's what I'm saying. I think she's hot now. Mary's like, ew, gross, she's a kid. I'm like, no, she... Yeah, <laughs> she was a kid was 25 a kid. Yeah. years ago. I'm not saying I thought she was hot when she was yeah, six. She's beautiful. What about uh, Eleven? Oh, dude. From... Um, Millie Bobby Brown? From uh, Stranger Miley Things. Bobby Brown, whatever her name is. I, it's called The Glow Up, but... But you she's criminally know. young, so we really... But even... Did you guys think that... Um, obviously, she's beautiful, but uh, in The Hunger Games... Katniss Everdeen. I thought she's sort of ordinary. Uh, what's her name? Jennifer she's Lawrence. Jennifer very Lawrence. Pretty. She's beautiful. Yeah, but but when I saw her in that she movie, can get it. well, that was probably the point, and that was her breakout role, also. Wasn't yeah, it? I, I'm saying I don't have the eye to see beauty in people. You don't have the casting directors do obviously. Um, mm-hmm. I if you, listeners, if you haven't seen this movie, go see it. Gary Simon, Oldman's amazing in it. Do you have a year yet, buddy? Oh no, I'm sorry, I was. I'm not. I love Mozart. Um, Gary, what is Gary Oldman not good in? No, but he's young. I think he's on something in this. It's just, yeah, Gary Oldman, everything. But this Gary Oldman, it seems like he just punched the guy holding the boom at any second. But he's really, I mean, think about it. Gary Oldman's incredible. Incredible. Dracula, True Romance. True Romance. He was fucking incredible. I'm ready with a year. All right, I said 92. I said 91. Oh, guys, 1994. Oh, no. Damn it. I wasn't going any higher, though, to be honest. So I was only going to get it more wrong. And if I remember correctly, I saw this on a VHS. I did not not know about this in the theaters. If Uh, I was nine, or sorry, I was 11 when it came out. So definitely your access to it was seen on TV uh, or something, not a theater. You know, it's funny you'd say my access to it was my dad. I watched everything. You had it all. There was nothing. He was like, yeah, this kid can watch it all. Pornography? Uh, no, he wasn't like showing me porn. Uh, you know what? That's actually a lie. I remember we went to Tromblon for a weekend. Like he brought me and my sister and like it was him and all of his buddies for like a ski weekend. And dude, one night he put on this Kathy Ireland movie that was basically softcore porn. And what, I remember watching what it. movie? Was it Ski School? No, or I think something? it's called Blame It on Rio. Google it, Kamar. Blame It on Rio. Either way, I remember, dude, I remember like the week after being at my mom's house and saying like, have you guys ever seen Blame It on Rio? And Bill, my stepdad, looking at me and being like, what? How oh, I have you? And I remember being like, no, 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 no. Blame It on Rio with uh, Michael Kine. <laughs> yeah, Michael Kine. That's right. But dude, Kathy Ireland is naked throughout the movie. But she's not even uh, a credit. Is it not Kathy Ireland? It's a Michelle Johnson, Demi Moore, maybe. Joseph Blonia, Valerie Harper. I is think you're all? thinking of a different movie. Man. No, this is the movie. This is a 1984. Lot of pe- a lot of people get naked in this Comedy movie. Comedy romance. 
Maybe I'm thinking about a different movie. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I think you are. I think you are. That Maybe. was such a great trip. But there's nothing wrong with movies. But that's so I do smoke a lot of pot. Are we ready? It yeah. runs the world. I'm ready, yeah. Okay, Came out in go. 1994. Uh, I said it cost $7 million to make, and it made 27 Well, when I went a little higher, I said $15 million to make, and it made 49 I, th- I think we have a winner. 16 no. Sorry, part of me. I think you won, Simon. $16 million to make. Whoa. $46.1 million. <laughs> what did you say? I said $15.49. Whoa. Wow. Wow. I think this is the closest Wow, we've ever starting had. the new year off what? with a wow. bang. What an amazing new wow. year. And again, listeners, <laughs> wow. if you haven't seen it, uh, stream it, wow. rent it, whatever. Wow. Congratulations, wow. buddy. That's wow. a big fucking tight. Big win, Simon. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, the robot Matt loves it. That was insane. Good work, Simon. I have to... Um, have you ever done that? No. No wow. one's ever done that. That's incredible. I have to uh, remember to slow it down because people are playing at home. That was so <laughs> slow. It took him 10 minutes to pick a year. People are playing at home. What are you, fucking nuts? <laughs> Simon, <whoa>. <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny? Uh, the way I was laughing. Mm-hmm. The way I was laughing. Oh, that was a fun movie game. Way to start the year off. Yeah, wow. Jesus Christ. If this is what the year is going to bring, Matt, you better step That's your game up. That's the movie game. You better step <laughs> your game up. Um, it's uh, There's something wrong. Uh, there's nothing wrong with it, but uh, to go from being a star to normal. like That transition is very difficult for everyone. The person. <laughs> yeah, I think so. It just, unfortunately, that's just the price of your business. Yeah. I'm, yeah. You mean like Gary Coleman? Is that what you're talking I, about? I believe that was their example, but there's, there's, um, there's many to come. And, or there, it's happening right in front of your face, say uh, the Nelk Boys or the, the Logan Pauls. But I think some of these guys have made so much money that it doesn't matter. But you see a lot on YouTube and social media, these flare ups of like, I'm super popular, a million followers, but... Yeah, I, I just... Was, do you get addicted to that? Yes, I think you probably do. Yeah. And then people look like, you're a failure because you don't do what you did anymore. Mm, I don't know. Like, when the guy from the Cosby show was seen uh, packing groceries. Theo? Who was Theo? No. Really? You see, again, like, if you made lot money and you did saved it and whatever then you're never going to know about it, I guess. It's just the few who don't do that. Like, it doesn't happen very often, would you think? Where yeah, someone I, don't like know you're, I don't know how you're on a... packing groceries. I don't know how you're on a syndicated sitcom of the, bill, of the Cosby show popularity, and you don't end up... But do you deserve ridicule? No. No, no, no. you're not. Listen, ridiculing someone who, like lost it all why kick someone while they're i mean down? it happens i guess when like you you know drugs get involved look at the other guy from different strokes there Even they're then. also child actors so that's mm. a different thing your also. parents could fuck you bad investments like people forget a lot of people invest their money with the wrong people like bernie madoff was a trusted guy yeah fair enough um then there was a powerful moment uh it sort of came out of nowhere the, uh, speaking of power Brian was sort of bemoaning people who just flex because they can. Like, don't let you through or, like, yeah, enforce uh, stupid rules. 
And then Joe started talking about uh, KRS-One, Sound of the Police, and it was like, that was a song playing when I believe it was playing at the time that Eddie Bravo beat the Gracie. Joe broke down at this point. But it, 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 this story came out because they were talking about rap music that incites excitement or whatever. And then he got this, he broke down, Brian broke down. Um, it Brian was, broke down? Well, he did what a guy does when another guy's crying in front of you, you know, like a few bro. Um, no. Okay. Joe came up with 10 Planet Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. Did you know that? I wonder if he gets a percentage of all. Because uh, Eddie was going to call it Sumerian Jiu-Jitsu. And then Joe broke down the Caesarean Jiu-Jitsu for Brian. And it was like telling a black guy why camping school. <laughs> he was like, okay, okay, whatever. But he clued back in with the um, Adam Driver. I'm just trying to get uh, through this one. The Adam Driver yeah, are you dinosaur right? movie. I don't think he's all right. The Adam Driver dinosaur. Yeah, movie. that's gonna be good, eh? Did you guys ever I didn't hear see the ad for it? Sixty-five. I think that's it's called sixty-five million yeah, years ago. But had you guys ever seen Joey Joe describe that situation, or did you know the gravity of Eddie winning that? Yeah, I've heard him talk. I about think it we've before. heard yeah. him talk about it with before. the reverence. Yeah. It is cool, though. I mean, changed life forever. The breaking down, I don't know. He must like that. Must be a really, really um, great memory for him. And well, they went, they went and fucked after. So, and it's also why Eddie gets to call the Earth flat. That's not nice because he's accomplished something in his life. He's not. Maybe he's a crack. Right. If you build jujitsu moves, then you have a right to uh, say the world is flat. But then, and in it, and he he calls himself. He's talking about the Adam Driver dinosaur movie, okay. And he says the asteroids would never be that close together. Oh my god! Because we always imagined. Thanks, Neil deGrasse. Like, well, he said, "Listen, I'm sounding like Neil deGrasse Tyson." But mm-hmm. just that, I Jones. mean, that is true because they would all be pushing away from each other, right? I remember reading an article, and I can't remember if it was true or not, but that Chris Hatfield got. Got thrown out of the movie Gravity because he was drunk and booing. No, <laughs> yeah, mid movie. Uh, Commander Hatfield. No, yeah. it's Commander that's, to you. No, that's hilarious. That's so funny. Why? That makes him way better. I love that. Um, this is trash. <laughs> it would be like Sully showing up to his movie, and when the plane lands, he just boos himself. He's like, "That's not how it happened. I was way drunker." Do you think humanity should try to build a pyramid? Just to show that we can do it. Yeah, I mean, you should ha- at least have to do that if you're not going to explain how they did it. Don't you? I think, be, or even a bigger, better pyramid. How has nobody wanted to do that? Some rich fuck. Like, why so, what bother I, getting to Mars? Just build some pyramids. What are we doing here? Bring them to us. I don't think you guys realize that, like, I think three of the world's largest pyramids are in the U.S., and I'm pretty sure they're Bass Pro Fishing Shop. Yeah, I think you are correct. So you are wrong. Yeah, American Ingenuity built has built multiple pyramids. pyramids. There not, is a pyramid? Not pyramids that would be able to stand any test Oh, the Lexor? That's, that's a pyramid? Like is that what you mean as an example? of pyramids. We have built pyramids. I just said, too, that I think they're Bass Pro Fishing Shops, but there's three of them in the States that are considered three of the world's largest pyramids. Google it. Yeah, no, I think he is correct. It's, it's not something we like to talk about. But <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll do it in the break. Um, I'll At least those ones weren't built by slaves. Um, I mean, Who'd... that's subjective too. Well, Sorry. well, we know we, we can build one in the Congo. Um, who do billionaires complain to? Other billionaires, obviously. And it, 
I don't understand what that means. Who do billionaires complain to? Well, like, because about I, what? It's like me complaining to a homeless person about my problems. I mean, I can imagine, Simon, that come tax time, it's probably a rough time to be like, that's the hardest time to be rich, right? Tax season. Yeah. Like I watched this thing the other day about Kyrie, Kyrie Irving plays for the, uh, the Brooklyn Nets and he makes, I think, $50 million a year. And after taxes, he sees $13 million of it. Sorry, run that by me again. Kyrie Irving makes $50 million a year playing for the Brooklyn Nets. Okay. And after state income tax, uh, federal income tax, FICA, all the U.S., like, because he's in the highest tax bracket, he ends up making $13 million of it. That can't be right. That can't be right. That can't be right. Nobody Dude, would. Dude, New York is a. Everyone would immediately want to get out of New York. I just don't think that can be right. Can that be right? I can't look that up right now because I'm holding on to the thought. Um, then they talked about Elon's jet. Kind of, <laughs> yeah, Elon's and, jet. And, the, yeah. and like I said, I want to. He's the worst Jamie in the world. Oh. That, was, <laughs> <laughs> that was the that was the that was the only one. Well, I'll explain after why. Um, that was the only thing that made the news. Are you on mushrooms? Was Elon's jet? What about Elon? Oh, because Kamar or not Kamar, uh, Joe. And then he told him about Barry Seal. And we know that's true. Yeah. Yes. Like, and and you can connect that to the Clintons mm-hmm. and the CIA, and then <laughs> Nicaragua and the Sandinistas and Ronald the cocaine here and the here and the JFK. And then, like, but it it it's all out there in the open. Yeah. And no one cares. They, it could not be exposed for there to be changed because it just is how it is. It's also insane to think that the the law really is just like super flexible. And somewhere along the line, they cleaned their act up. Well, it's interesting. They just rid themselves of these habits. It's interesting because just as like a Matrix moment in the Philip Copens, which is the throwback, uh, throwback um, they talk about JFK <clears throat> and how that's been the story. The story has been rubber stamped, you know, by the powers that be the JFK Got shot, magic bullet. Nobody's looking Pyramids into it. Pyramids built by uh, slaves. Boom, rubber stamped, and you can actually see we're watching history be formed and warped at the same time. You know what Could I'm you saying? Say whitewash right in front of our eyes. Imagine how easily that happened before. The truth, you know, the truth like is, the truth is out who there. Who knows yeah, yeah, what yeah, the yeah. fuck is what? There must be so many stories that uh, we just assume are true because it's the way we've heard it all our lives, and they're exactly like the JFK story, where that's just the going narrative. Everybody accepts it, or sorry, not everybody, but I bet you if you go and ask the majority of the population, you know. Was JFK some sort of conspiracy event? They would say no. It was just and, the, and the, him being assassinated. One could see the same thing happening, say, 75 years from now with 9-11. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Well, it's funny because you you would think in your head, like, why bother, <clears throat> why bother holding a narrative that we all clearly know is false? Um, but I guess you're making the point that, like, if you just hold that narrative for, like, a couple generations... The next generations don't even care. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, the book says that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. January 6th, question mark. Well, 
don't even get me started on that. <laughs> but, but back back to JFK. Yeah. I wish I could know, say it was 64 or 69 when it happened. Sure. What it don't was like. It was. Like, uh, say you're 25 years old, go out about your business, President Kennedy gets shot. You go about your business. When do you hear about this conspiracy? Or is it right off of Jack Ruby? Is it this episode? four years later? Hey, is it this episode where they talk about how so many things happened in such a short period of yes, time. That, yes. Because I never really thought about that, but really like if you're like a kid, let's say you're a 15 year old kid and within two years you watch your president, get 10, five people off. that are so important to the world be assassinated. You must start thinking like, you know, we're all living on popsicle sticks. Like it, it must be a weird feeling, you know, assassinations, but if it would be like, it would be like if something had succeeded on January 6th, you know what I mean? If people had gone in and like overthrown and putting camps inside the white house or some, something stupid, it would be like this. You wouldn't be able to believe that was happening. That I imagine it would be similar to the same. But feeling. what I'm trying to say is from the time that something happens to the Formed conspiracy is getting shorter and shorter and shorter. Oh, for sure. Like for for days afterwards, everyone just thought the Harvey Oswald from a book depository. I mean, it, it wasn't until the Zapruder film, maybe that it was even talked about exactly. as a conspiracy. Yeah, so you don't. Get, oh, yeah. Now it happens. That well, now we now. Ha- everybody has a phone, so by the time an event happens, like look at nine eleven. You know what I'm saying? Like you see one image on the screen, but there were lots of people recording with their phones. So not with their had phones. they tried, no, no, no. What are you talking about? It happened in 2001. There's no, there's zero cell phone footage of nine 11. Zero. Really? Yeah. It's there, cam, it's camcorders. Oh, it, it would be exists. other footage is what you're saying. The iPhone didn't come out. Def- till, you're the right, iPhone didn't come right. out until 2006. No, Before that, right. any camera on your phone was fucking, but bunk. people did take some <clears throat> video. I've seen other, angles. you're forgetting that so it's New York city. There's a lot of, like there's a lot of people walking around with with a camera with a anyways. camera regardless. So yeah, that's no, why there's you, so much. You footage. are correct. You are correct. But now for <clears> something <throat> like, and I don't mean to keep, I just saw this January sixth thing. That's why it's. But that would be another one, right? Like if the news was trying to paint it one way, you would have enough people like this guy who got really different type of footage. Yeah. Than I've seen on the news, so eventually it's going to come out. It doesn't take very long. Really. I mean, in this case, it was they're late a couple of months, but uh, who? Uh, yeah, forgive me. That actually was from the John Bernthal. Oh, um, well, so you got, really um, fucked up. No, it's it's gonna be all right. Uh, just wrapping up here with um, Brian Simpson. Simpson. Damn. Oh Thanks, got, Mike Tyson. Almost got away with it. Um, Is your defense impregnable, Kamar? It's impenetrable. <laughs> Will Smith is fine. Is he? He's wildly rich. So. Oh, oh yeah, he's fine financially. I, I just, the way they're talking could, about him, like, <clears throat> is he gonna be? He's gonna be okay, or he's not? But he's fine. I think. Do you think he's going to be accepted back into like mainstream Hollywood to make movies yes, again? Of you course. do? Yeah. Doesn't matter if he didn't, though. If he didn't, that's were, fine. If he's packing groceries he could, at a store, he would never have to do that. He exactly. could retire right now Will's, and be fine for a million years. That guy must be worth like 
50, 100, 200 million dollars. Like, Will Smith is okay. He's fine. That's 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 I just put that. I'm there. asking a different question though. Like, should he be allowed to go back to like making the same movies he made and expecting well, everybody to love him again? Who who hates him? You know what I mean? Like I don't know who hates him. Anyone who doesn't like Chris Rock likes him. It has nothing to do with Chris Rock. Like it, you don't have to like Chris Rock or not like Chris it's Rock, the, right? He um, just happened to be the person who got hit. The person who likes Chris Rock would be the front line of the no, we, can, we can't let him back into our lives to entertain us. But to me, it has nothing. Like the fact that I like or dislike Chris Rock has nothing to do with it. It's the fact that it's this guy who thought he was like above anybody else to be able to do that. You know what I mean? It. Whether it was Chris Rock still looks suspect to me, or um, I don't know whoever. I'm trying to think of a white actor. I can't. Don't they have to make a movie? You can't think of any white actor. Chatham Tanning, Tanning Chatham, Chatham Tanning. Don't they have to make a movie with him and a bomb in the box office to get the answer to that? Well, the movie that just came out. Did it do? Oh, it didn't have a box office. It no, was it was released Apple. on. And I assume that that was made, Already like Joe said, Already before. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if anybody's making movies with him now. Time will tell. I'll tell you. Time something. will tell. Matt. He has very, a pro- he has a production company, so he himself can just keep making movies with, like Mel Gibson. Something that absolutely, was- but maybe he's one of those guys. Sorry, Kamaru, who just has to be in front of the camera, you know. Sure. By the way, how many how many movies do you think Mel Gibson released last year, Simon? Because you're such a big fan. Probably like five, seven. He's been forgiven by the world. I mean, or forgotten. I think by he the forgave world. himself. Has he doesn't make big movies anymore, dude? I saw a video the other day speaking of Mel Gibson, where this like Hispanic dude is videotaping Mel Gibson changing his tire, and he's like. Oh my God! It is you. Oh. <laughs> and he's got like the he's got his camera light like right on Mel Gibson. He's like, I cannot believe, wow! And Mel Gibson's like, Yeah, hey, hi, hey, yeah. And he goes, Why is you changing your own tire? And he's like, Well, I just you know I don't know. I like to do stuff on my own. And dude, it's the fu- you have. I'll pull it up after. It's that fucking- character is the best. Who, Mel Gibson? Oh, no, no, the, the Mel. <laughs> inquiring <laughs> Latino. Mel, Mel Inquiring Latino. <laughs> What's going on? Is that just like a classic character? Yeah, for yeah, sure. Now, now it is. Inquiring yeah. Now Latino. it is, yeah, the Inquiring but, Latino. Uh, Mr. Beast's most recent video, he goes to Antarctica. I saw it, yeah. Did you do air quotes for Antarctica? Yeah, <laughs> okay. and, and uh, Will Smith put out a um, tweet or a Instagram or a TikTok saying, how do you find Will Smith in Antarctica? Follow the Fresh Prince. Did that joke, I believe, in Antarctica. So Who did that joke? Will Smith. Sorry, hold on a second. Mr. Beast made week, a video. Yeah. So you're saying Big Antarctic is trying to really push that they I exist. don't know what it would have been. Mr. But it, <clears throat> so sorry, 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 sorry. Mr. Mr. Beast made this video where they were in the, I thought it was the Arctic, but it was Antarctica. That's why I said, Ed, I mean, how would you know where they are? It was wherever they were. Yeah. They made a video of them. What did they do? Oh, it was just cold. Survive for 30 hours. He walked up a mountain. Climbed a mountain, yeah. Put in a a flag of uh, what? 
Spotify. But yeah. No, Shopify. Shopify then had to take it down. And then had to take it down. Yeah, yeah. You know it all. Um, what, what, why yeah, yeah. You, you know it no, all. No, 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 no. Because I'm, I'm getting <laughs> to what I'm going to ask. Two, play, two people at the same place at the same time. That's all I'm saying. Will Smith was also in Antarctica? I believe. Doing what? Um, you don't know, seen. and he made uh, maybe he's best friends with Mr. He Beast. tweeted something. He tweeted, did a TikTok, a reel, whatever that said. How do you find Will Smith in Antarctica? Then he walked the eight steps prince. and looked back and said, "Follow the Fresh Prince." The, the what whole, are you so getting he, here? So he's still out there tweeting and posting. And of course, he hasn't gone. Did away. I tell you OJ? I told you OJ Simpson was the Nell boys. Like, yeah, what are we doing here? I didn't know that. I thought he was like behind the scenes now, just shutting up. But he's out there posting. Yeah, yeah, he's posted up. Yeah, and uh, well, yeah, Brian's, I'm angered now. Brian Simpson you can't go around slapping people, and then <clears throat> apparently yeah, he can. Yeah. Brian Simpson was cool, and uh, they were drinking Johnny Walk, Johnny Walker Black, Black Label. label. I, my brain gets uh, behind my my mouth. My brain gets behind my mouth. So your mouth is ahead of your brain. Is that, that sounds like a country song. I give it a two. Uh, I'll give it a. It was too long. It, it was too long. It was too too long. Too too yeah. long. Okay. Did we all give it a two? Too long. You didn't rate it. Oh, I give it a two too long. Okay. We have we have an agreement. So many agreements. Yeah, it's not a good way to start the year off. I think it's a great way to start the year. 1917, Fedor Gorst. We're going to spend 10 minutes talking about why this episode sucked, and then we're going to move on. Um, The most inside baseball. And again, I know you were shitting on him. I'll at least give Joe credit that like he's trying his hardest for the layman to like explain along the way. But like, why bother having this guy on if you're going to explain the simplest or co- most complex like pool i don't know sucks it doesn't no, no. suck i really I like pool. playing pool you do yeah you we were gonna pool. go play pool the other night you would have come anytime okay i'll text you. would you rather play pool or play golf well i can't play golf if i could i would rather play golf because in another universe someone took joe golfing Instead of leaving him as a turnkey kid on the streets to find his way in pool halls, instead or of sending him to the fishing hole, they said just sent him to be a caddy at the golf course. Like his whole thing about the ball, yeah. his whole yeah, the whole thing about the ball is putting. Like everything you want is in putting, and it's even harder than pool because you have to read the green. And, and everything and people are gambling degenerates. Like he just, yeah. he just, he zigged when he should have zagged. Yeah. And what the guy say? He lived in Florida too. Like it would have been. They yeah. have a lot of golf. I think it's because he's short. No, what does that have to do, do, with, to do with anything? I don't know. Lots he's, of short people golf. I guess yeah. he's too short to play it's pool. Like as the well. one sport where true, you yeah. don't have to yeah. be like a monster. But he's like jockey short. <laughs> I know, but so I'm telling you, like Mike Weir isn't a tall guy. Okay, fair um, enough. You're right. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're right. What's the other guy there? Um, Oh, he wore black all the time. Come on, help me out. He wore black all the time. Anyways. In what? Pool? Yeah. No, in golf. Yeah, in pool. Phil you Mickelson. know that guy? Phil Mickelson. He Phil Mickelsoned me. <laughs> uh, let's move on. <laughs> he Phil Mickelsoned me. Let's move on. Uh, there is something to, um, well, it, it, interesting. It ties in with the, the John Barenthal of Russian excellence. Like, remember when their hockey teams used to whip us? 
And it was like, what's going on here? In Russia? I mean, now we know that it's all doping. Oh, I never even thought but, of that. But, but still, they just do good things. They, they, what they do, they do well. Like fighting. But hold on a second. Let's also not act like Russia wasn't good at hockey. The NHL, yeah, because the NHL would have had... Um, Drugs? Drug testing. <clears throat> no? A lot of those guys weren't in the NHL. During like the summit, they were in the army. They they no, that but was then a, they came over. That was a Russian I mean. army's team, Soviet yeah. Union army's team. Sort of well, thing. I mean, whatever that means. I doubt whatever those that guys means. were actually in the army. And I'm not saying they're on drugs, but just they excel in certain things. Well, you did say they were on drugs. You said they were all well. We doping. know right from the Trojan horse, like, and I can't believe they drug test in pool. Joe wants people being as nervous as possible. No beta blockers. What like is the, what's the Trojan horse? <laughs> Not the Trojan horse. The Icarus. Icarus. Gotcha. Icarus. I knew what he was talking about. Oh, I see. The Russian <laughs> dope. I, I get it. They're both uh, but Joe is, old things. Joe is thinking that people just don't realize what pool is and wants to have another resurgence. I, I He'd have a better chance producing a movie, like bankrolling something with, I don't know, Timothy Holofant. Not even him, a oh, hotter yeah. actor or whatever. No, nobody's hotter than Timothy <laughs> Okay, there you go. There this guy fucking doesn't even get it. Well, no, but Timothy <laughs> Holliday would be the old pool shark. And oh, my God. That's the best way is to tell a story if you want to make something popular. But I don't think his YouTube channel is going to blow up. And it'll be apparent. Because have you ever watched pool? Yeah. It's just not that. I mean, if you're really into it, it is. But, like, I'm no, not that into it where I want to watch it. There's no way to film it, like, because, I don't know. You always see it from the same angle. and I know what you mean. And I watched I watched because of this. But uh, soccer's the same. Reyes versus these two German guys. And they, what is it called when you hook, hook someone behind the ball? Oh, you should have listened to the podcast. Snooker them? No, no. Just so they have a tough shot. Yeah, I is that forget snooker? what it's called. Is that snookered? I don't know. I thought that was well, how did I pay more attention to snooker. Who you, cares? You man. try to put the ball in a place where the other person can't yeah. get it. Stump they, them. They you. just did that. Back, back and, and forth. forth back, back and forth. And then finally. Da, 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 da. Yeah. It's a it's a very strategic game. Well, he, he said it's 80% off the break. Pool is a beautiful game played by ugly people. And I think that's really what it is. Because every story I has. I just say that, but about a lot of sports, though. Yeah. Every, every story you had about a pool hall. Also leads that it was in a really bad neighborhood. Uh-huh. It, 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 these things were common. Like it's pool is fine. Snooker is probably the gentleman's real deal. Snooker. That's where the money is. I mean, probably. you're not comparing like uh, pool to like soccer. You know, he, he you did. you would per- compare I I said, I, pool to shot. darts or pool to you know indoor Golf. sports. Oh, bowling, oh. fine. That would bowling, probably be yeah. the furthest you could go. They yeah, got compared, to to compared to golf is a very odd one. Yeah, it but like golf is a sports sport. I it's just hitting been. the ball, but there are a lot of getting in the hole. Do it. it's, but it's then there are a lot of big baseball players too. You know what I mean? So Kamar, they need to somehow integrate elk hunting. Like if they could get him on the course with his bow. With and darts like that you hit elk. on a on a ball. Yeah. Who who Joe? Yeah. Just to get him out on the course and comfortable. You know what I mean? Hitting a few balls. I feel like if he went out and was really good his first time, mm-hmm. you know, all it takes is hitting that one pure shot and you're like, wow. I get it. I mean it's Joe Rogan. He'd probably hit an ace his first time out, right? That'd be incredible. 
He is. He is a blessed. No, soul. but he walked. Oh, this game's easy. Of course, I'm not playing this. Yeah. Why, why do you guys is, even stress over this? He is a blessed soul. So yeah. it is weird. The idea of pool on a boat that doesn't seem like. Well, they have a gyro now. Yeah, they have well, a stabilizer on the cruise ship. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine crazy. a riverboat didn't have that, but no, probably not. But maybe they had formulated some way to do it with like weight uh, ropes from the ceiling or who knows. I imagine the riverboat is stuck in place. That's true too, and it also probably moves so slowly. Like it's on stilts. No, no, no. What I'm oh, saying is, it's probably it's in yes, the water, yes, yes, like yes, for yes, show, yes, but yes. it's on stilts and probably it, doesn't not, move at all. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I think those riverboats were so big too that when they were docked, I don't know, man. Enough, uh, you know. Well, they were. I mean, if you're rivers, in a river, yeah. If you're in a river, there's the not going to be a big current. You know? Yeah, you're That's right. Yeah, good point. Good, great point, Thanks, Simon. Man. Boom, Simon in 2020, whatever. Dude, you're what killing it we? this year, 2023. Joe thought it would be interesting. He said, "I I thought it'd be interesting to talk to you." He's wrong. Um, if pool is a beautiful game played by ugly people, how ugly are the groupies? Because he said it was pool groupies, but he didn't. Was these uh, two Instagram ass models? Um, <laughs> he practices eight hours a day. You said you went and played pool the other night. No, we were going to, but I did play pool the other day, like a couple of months ago, and I was really good. Like you, you, but I ran a table twice, and I just it made me want to play. But I'm not usually that good at pool. I just got like a. You know when you get like the ghost in you. When I wanted to see my dad, um, we played pool. Like, uh, we played the game where you play like five people, though. Like each one of you gets three balls. Okay. You just have to keep those balls yeah, on the yeah. table. You know I what got I mean? It. Um, and yeah, I was, I was like, oh fuck, for something I haven't done in like seven years, I it, was okay. It is a fun thing to but do. You, for you old go, people. you go, you get a table, you get a ball, and you pay twenty bucks an hour to play. Right. I think you rent the table. You rent the table and the Depends ball. where so, you go. Some places well, just Well, we have would the, go to the Orange Monkey. Yeah, so there you rent so the you table. Rent yeah. the table. Yeah. I used to go to that's McLaren's. What a, that's what I imagine all these places go. Or you go to a bar and there's a ching 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 That's different. I, that's I did different. that in my youth. Yes, we I did. I think now I would go to a pool <coughs> hall. The ching tables are always smaller and the felt is always trash. It's always like a... Like when you go to like McLaren's, it's like a, a slate table. I mean, that makes a big difference. The ball that's plays a, properly. That's, that's the new way pool hall that Joe just does not want a piece of. He liked the orange monkey mover or um, the Q and cushion. Sure. You know, one cues, one yeah. day when I find a place to live, I think we're going to get a pool table. It's always been one of my... Yeah. But how long do you play pool for? Two hours? Like in your life? I'm saying in your experience, you go to pool hall, yeah. hanging out. Yeah. Two hours, an hour, you get maybe. Eight hours a day practicing. Well, I don't want to join the circuit. I just want to. Yeah, but Kamara, that's like, you're forgetting that this guy cares a lot. He wants to become better. It's well, his job. he said, you know, I've just, since I've got here, I've been miserable. It's just playing every game I can. It did, he didn't sound, it's a horrible life. And um, is I, it? He made 51 grand in a in, night. In one day. And then you're hustling. Yeah, that, that, was, that was a big story off the top. And um, just, it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, he ta- he asked him what his goals are, and he said, uh, "I'm just living my dream of playing pool, and it's making me miserable." Pool is fucking cool, Joe said. It's not. Pool <laughs> is dying, probably because of um, phones. They just need another movie, man. Redo the Hustler again. Pool is an art form. Only people Hemsworth who do it appreciate it. That's true. I actually kind of agree with Simon. Like you know, people play pool. Pool halls are yeah. still around. It's like chess. Everyone it's loves still chess. In some bars. If they had some sort of Queen's Gambit type fucking Yeah, if they can make fucking chess cool, they can make pool cool again. 
Maybe we should have maybe we should have a thing. Although pool cool again. Although in Kamar's defense, the beauty of Queen's Gambit was everyone could just pick up their phone, download the chess app, and then you know. Well, I play a yeah, chess pool isn't game going anywhere. Pool phone. is not going anywhere. It's, it's not going up. up. Let it be resolved. Let right. it be resolved that what? Chess isn't going anywhere. Pool isn't going anywhere. Well, I mean, pool may disappear one day. No, I don't think so. Filipino, it, it, it's it's an international game. Ping this pong. One, this gets a point five for me, the lowest possible rating. Yeah. Unless you are like really, really into pool, you don't need to listen to this by any stretch of the imagination. I, I, I give this. I'm with Matt. I give it a point five, and if Kamar does also, that would be three. Um, Three agreements, agreements. Well, you're just going to have to put down my uh, point five there, Matty. We have an agreement. agreement. Nothing against this guy. He's 22 years old. Maybe he'll come to his senses and get into something. I have no beef with this kid. I wish him the best. I hope he continues and has a successful career. Joe for making this. Yeah, you don't need to. We didn't need this. It's just you need to bookend the year. Whatever happened that impacted him to love pool so much happened in like a two week period or something. You know, one moment in your life you just think pool's cool. It must have been the color of money. It must have been. All right, we are going to take a break. Uh, We're going to pay a bill, and we'll be right back. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Fitbod. It's that time of the year again, guys, the time where we all set wildly lofty goals, and then two weeks into the year, we abandon them. But not this year. This year, we're all going to download FitBod, and we're going to get in shape together. FitBod is great. You simply pick a fitness goal, add your equipment, and then the app will create a routine for you. Now, FitBod has algorithms that change and update your fitness plan as you go, so you're never going to fall behind. You're always going to be making progress. FitBot is also great because they have over 1,400 high-definition demonstration videos, which will ensure that you're not getting hurt and that you're learning new movements the right way. I've already downloaded the app. I've set my fitness goals. Not only that, it makes planning workouts easy. You can simply plan them around your busy schedule. There's always time in the day to stay fit, guys. Join FitBot today and build a routine that lasts all year. Get 25% off your subscription and try the app free at fitbod.me slash J-R-E-E. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash J-R-E-E. Thank you so much to them for sponsoring the show. Let's all get fit with FitBod. We're back. Thank you so much to FitBod. There will be a link in the description. Go and check them out. Get yourself a Fitbod. Come on, name it a number. 1916 John Bernthal. Uh, so this was the podcast where he opened in with uh, talking about the um, assassinations effect on the psyche. And I thought it was all in the 60s. No mention of the moon landing. Mm. The I don't, faking I don't, of the moon landing. I don't love this guy. Did you love him before, though? No, no. As an actor. I've seen him on other podcasts. I saw him on Joey Diaz's podcast, and I really found him... Aggressive. Insincere. I don't know why. I think he's really good at being sincere. Mm. That's his skill. Uh, Takeoff was the Migo they couldn't think of. Mm -hmm. Does the actor have to hide? What does that mean? Like... Like him being on Joey Diaz's podcast as himself takes away from what you see as the actor. No. The actor doesn't have to hide. 
you are aware they're acting, so it shouldn't be a big fucking shock to you or secret, right? Well, it's even better. We're always impressed when someone has a British accent or something. Yeah, that's always very impressive when I find out after. The that's fact. my favorite. Yeah. Like, dude, I grew up thinking Bob Hoskins was just some <laughs> fucking American dude. Oh, um, I thought he was too. Yeah. Yeah. He's British? Yeah. Oh. Simon was 46 when he found out. Yeah. Right. Today. <laughs> there you go. Was he the guy from Roger Rabbit? Yeah. Yeah. British. British, yeah. What the fuck? Oh, you're you, this year's old today. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, then Joe, Joe asked him, why did you start a podcast? He's like, well, maybe because you've told everyone in their mother for the last 10 years to start a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Does someone have to have a reason at you? And I felt like he was trying to justify it sort of in his actor way of over talking. Like, you want to do a podcast? Do it. Money. I mean, he has a pretty interesting story about knocking that guy out and going to the, you know, could go to jail. It's pretty crazy. And he, um, he it's interesting how he's like saying he's torn between Black Lives Matter and Boys and Blues. Like he's socially conscious, but he knows cops. Like I, I, th- I think he has a good um, perspective because really the the whole Russian thing is a, quite the twist. How did you go from Black Lives Matter yeah, to go, the whole Russia on. thing? What take, whole Russia? Take yeah. me on this trip with you. Oh yeah, let's. Um. Are you okay? He, he he went to school in uh, Russia. Oh, his acting school, the Russia trip. His yes. his thing. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking when he tells the story about watching the guys beat the shit out of the chick. If yeah. he says, "Hey, guys, stop it!" Like you're the machine. <laughs> like he they just that <laughs> <laughs> they said that, and it's just something that says to everyone in Bert's stories. That is a crazy story, though, right? Like one hundred percent. Your instinct is to go and try and help, and you're in the wrong place. But your instincts change, especially when you're in a place where you don't know anybody, mm-hmm. and the rules are just different, and you can't just do stuff. Yeah, um, my instinct there is to drop my head and keep right, fucking yeah, walking. Yeah. Like, the machine. Sorry. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's my instinct, too. As much as I'd like to think it's to go help the girl. No, I know. I, I know full to, fucking uh, well. Not Listen, in this country, yeah, but not in Russia. Get the fuck out of here. And um, so in the Moscow Theater in 1920, acting was invented. <laughs> This is what he surmised. Modern day acting. But movies, TV shows, that yeah, sort of recreating yes. this thing happening wasn't than it was. And it was Russia. I already knew all this. No, I didn't. So yeah. I, I, I would more I would like to know at the same time in. So what year was that? Sorry. <laughs> 1920. So at the same time in America, what was the acting like? I think it was musicals. There was no. No, he was saying like he what what he was saying was that previously, um, like it was all like Shakespearean, like you acted <laughs> to the crowd, right? Right. Everything was done outward this right. way, stage forward, or whatever. they were talking about plays. Well, that's that's what acting. Yeah. I mean, even listen, you turn your back to the crowd. You come in a world, and you the the audience it becomes, watches them. You're exactly right. It becomes the very first kind of yeah. idea of movies and television. Mm-hmm. Okay. And again, I said this last week: acting is the uh, stage is the actor's medium, and film is the director's medium. Like film isn't considered because you get so many takes at it. Mm-hmm. So a real actors consider stage acting. But they so they invented acting and then used it 
to be um, like um, defiant. Def- exact, exactly. Like as an art form, it, it, it really is. Those Russians, they did it again. It's re- It's really weird. If I go back, they were just always bad guys to me. The Russians. Yeah. Yeah. From a little kid. Yep. Like, just the bad guys. Okay. Well, because we were just coming off of, like, the Cold War and all of that shit, right? And in all the movies, they were still the bad guys because it was left over from the that, Cold War. That's how, that's how I was branded. Yeah. Remember yep, when Sean Connery played a Russian? <laughs> <laughs> that was weird, eh? On uh, Search for Red October. Yeah. Mission. He just accepted <laughs> yeah, this. Didn't British even try guy his act. He Russian. didn't even try to change. Yeah, I, no, but what a weird casting <laughs> choice, too. Like you, you're, re- <laughs> you're not getting me off of this. Shit. They really didn't Dude, give a fuck snow. about cultural appropriation shit back then, eh? Dude, get Gary Oldman in there to do a Russian act. Get yeah. someone in there. You might as well be in blackface what? at that point, <laughs> right? Am I wrong? Like Dude, I just don't understand. You didn't even try. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. Do you think he came into the audition and just did it normally? And they were like, well, you know what? As far as acting went, it was really strong, but he didn't even try a Russian accent. And then they probably had a meeting like, but he'll do one when we do it, right? That's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, and then he just never yeah, did. Yeah, and then they show up first day and he's like, well, <laughs> I mean, maybe that's how it went. I'd be really curious to know, because now that I think about that, it's fucking bonkers. That was a huge movie. It is bonkers. (laughs) It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. I don't think you realize what the um, foreword of Sir Did he have a Russian accent in that movie? He didn't even feign one. No, he did a Russian-Scottish accent. He did a Russian-Scottish accent. Yes. It still came off as Sean Connery. Like, I don't give a fuck what Again, anyone... I know, the whole thing is nuts. Sir I'm trying to Sean give Connery. some benefit of a doubt. Yes, Sir. he was knighted. Sir yes. Sean Connery. That changes everything. Oh, um, yeah. When you're a knight, you just do whatever you do the fuck you want. You that's want. it. No, maybe that's it. He goes in. He, Listen, uh, I've been knighted, so doing a Russian action. It's like he's... Unacceptable. He's supposed to play a Texan, <laughs> and he just goes in, and he does his accent, and they're like, you're a fucking Texan. Where's where's the cowboys, Pilgrim? Sir Sean Connery <laughs> can do whatever he wants. Kamara's hilarious. is like, you know, outside of this, outside of this group, people think I'm really funny. Yeah, <laughs> and um, that he he that story with the woman was down by Gorky Park. Down by change. Gorky Park. Well, when this guy said he lived Listening at Gorky Park, I was like, Kamara, is this guy like a? Is this guy maybe an agent? He went to Russia. Now um, he's a big actor who who dodged a charge. By the way, Sean Connery, another um, impression I can do really well when I hear if it. If you right hear it, yeah. Well, it sounds like you. If oh, you hear- slop bitches. They put I, one of you in the morgue. You put one of them in the no, hospital. <laughs> I think it's the other way around. That was day three of being in yeah, Russia. That's another one I can do. The uh, when you saw the guys beat the shit out of the woman, they called him the machine. And also the other guy, Gorse. Do you realize how you just have no idea what it's like? Like if you were walking down downtown Moscow, I imagine it to be yeah. bleak and dreary, and just bread lines or something like that. It's like when they say India, you imagine it a certain way, Slum open market, whatever. But like there are big cities, there are big that cities, are big cities that make our city look sad. Yeah, it is a very odd thing the way we formulated all these <laughs> ideas in our head. And just his his demeanor about it just made it. 
he humanized Russians, you know. I I thought he was very interesting. I didn't think he was like overly insincere. I he came seemed... in with preconceived notions. They remain, but it doesn't matter because you can't break first impressions, right? It, very difficult. It was a good podcast, though. I thought it was interesting. I was. I thought he had a balanced take the on the Ukraine Russia dilemma. I, I thought this was like that Dave Chappelle joke where it's like, oh, 9 11. Let's go to Jaw Rule and see what Jaw thinks. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? I don't give a fuck. No, I don't give the, a fucking that's shit. That's the whole idea of Joe Rogan, right? Like it's the whole thing is sure. who gives a fuck? Okay, Why but Kamar's like he had a really people. balanced view on Ukraine. Like who gives well, no, a fuck? No, that's just how this Kamar was a formulates. If this guy was his... a Dixie chick, you'd be like, you shouldn't even be talking about politics, you piece of shit. That's just Maybe. how Kamar formulates his opinions on. People, but who, who do you? Who, that's a barometer. Who, who right? do you think is so. prouder to be? Like in regards to patriotism, do you think Russians are prouder to be Russian or Canadians are prouder to be Canadians? I think Russians are prouder to be Russians. I think so too. I don't know, man. If you I don't meet, know if that's a good thing. If you meet uh, like an Indian dude, not Native American, obviously. Okay. If you meet like an Indian dude that's lived here ten years, like think about the Toronto Super fan. Okay. I don't think there's anyone more proud to be Canadian than that dude. No, no, but I think like um, as a just a people sort I of th- almost as a super organism. Yeah, they each also, country has a national identity. You're forgetting how many fucking wars they fought as a people. Like, that, dude, that, they that, lost that, they that lost 45 to million to 50 million people during World War II. That's like, and they essentially got out of like communism, right? So, I know there's still some. I think they deserve more respect than they get. And it's just bad that Putin did this war, but but who doesn't, dude? It's weird it's that you just say that. A who scam. The whole the whole thing's a scam. It's weird that you say that because like I've never seen a Russian person been like, look at this fucking. I when I see a Russian person, I'm like, I'm like, I better fucking straighten up and fly right. Yeah, I don't have any like hatred towards Russia I, I, at all. No, uh, even though they were the bad guys in all of our movies, you know what I mean? It's. Uh, well, it, it, the, I've I've grown to like Russians. Any Russian I've known personally has been great. Also, slightly a screw loose, but great people. Slightly doesn't a Rocky loose. become friends with the guy at of the course, end? Get, of, everyone, so, Drago. I mean, boom! If they can be friends with Russians, then we can for sure. That's what it was again. The culture, the culture it was Rocky versus the Russian. Yeah, that instilled the, uh, the hatred. The other side. And the other, the other, wow. Yeah. You just figured it out, Kamar. What was that thing you just said? An awakening. <laughs> An awakening. Um, you have to read. That's what he says. You have, you to, have read. to read. You have to read. have to read. I don't read anymore. I listen to books sometimes. But that, I, never I think read that's anymore. still what he's, I think you're still fine there. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's not the actual physical act of reading. No, I think if, if you're ingesting the the ideas in the book, I think that's good enough in this mm. guy's eyes. I think he would give you a pass. Okay. They, like uh, they touched on foreign aid, which is, as I, every day I get older, baffles me more and more. You know, giving $100 billion to Ukraine where you need $100 billion yeah, here. It, it doesn't there's, even make there, any there's sense. There's always money for issues unrelated to the voting population. Here's the analogy I'll use, okay? When you are on a plane and the plane is going down Mm -hmm. and the things come down, Mm -hmm. 
as a parent, you're supposed to take care of yourself and then your child because if you, if you don't, pass out, you're both over. dead. But if you agreed, you got to go to that window and put up the slide, yeah, right? That's, that's a whole other story. No, but that's it's you have to uh, take care of your organism before you try and help another organism. And he suggested that sort of, he didn't want to use the word, but why toxic masculinity exists is that selfish uh, priority gene sort of thing. Well, I said this a couple months ago or like a month ago. If we if we really want to help people that are in terrible countries, the best thing we can do is make our country the absolute best on earth. We have more space than anyone. So does the states. If we built everything up to be fully operational, working at 100% capacity, we could bring people here. We could bring Easier. the best. Easier. We could bring the best of the best here from other and countries. And the stories of the stories cuz that's that that's the issue, right? It's, it can't just be the sorriest the, of the, the sorriest of the sorriest. I didn't know what the analogy the best of the best, but refugees, poor people, whatever. Like, dude, how do you think the states became as good as it is? It they took in all these immigrants and they built the country and they made. It, you know what I mean? Like, there's no difference now. If we, it's it's insane to be like we're gonna fix a place halfway across the world by sending them all this money. We never we don't fix anything ever. We've never once have we. In our lifetime, have Think we about fixed how much money country? effort was spent, like uh, psychological. No, the answer is no. Psyches ruined from the war in Afghanistan, and it, they're right back to day four before the first invasion with women can't read and but stuff. But seriously, just the idea, like that in LA, there's that much homelessness that it's literally taking up blocks and blocks and blocks, and they're shipping money off to kill other those- country. It is that's. That makes zero sense. Story old as time. Yeah. So there you go. And then we do the same thing, just on a much smaller scale because we have so many fewer people, right? But we give money away too when we should be fixing our own. But think about Afghanistan, what he said. Like, imagine, hold on, I got to sneeze. Afghanistan's a perfect example because if you look at all the money they spent, it probably would have been cheaper to just go over and be like all the women and children that want to leave right now. Uh, we'll take you and we'll figure it out, you know, in, in the next couple of years. We'll just, we'll make it work. We'll figure it out. We have the infrastructure kind of in place. We'll figure it out. Would have been probably been a hundred X cheaper than trying to go over there and be like, no, no, we'll fix well, over here. Not for uh, Ray Raycon and Blackwater and all those guys. That's where they. My point though, is if you were really just trying to like help those Ray, people. Raytheon, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Schultz bound about if you can get there by boat, you can become a citizen. Yeah, I agree. Because that's how everyone got there in the first place. So yeah. If I just take a dinghy from yeah. Yeah. wherever, Cornwall across, I can become a Canadian citizen. Because selfishly, it frustrates me watching all those people and I hope they get a better life just walking in. And- it should be if you can get there in a canoe, then you... For us, for us, across Superior. But it's weird too, because like when I was in LA, all, every, every, every single person working a shit job was Hispanic. And yet they, there's still this like, oh, they're lazy and they don't work and they just suckle off the teeth of the system. It's like, how? I saw, them, the I saw them doing every single job you don't want to do. So how is it possible that like, I, I find it tough to believe that there's some sort of system that they're suckling off of. Maybe there is. I don't live in the state, so I don't know how like. No, it's just so land even here. Someone comes here, they get, you know, 20 grand in housing. But do we know kids. that? Well, we hope that. There's no way people are just showing up here. 
as um, illegal immigrants or whatever, refugees with no money. But okay, explain this to me. So I show up here an illegal, a refugee. Who do I go to for this $20,000? The Canadian government. And you think that's easy? You think that's... No, I think it's a social net that we have. Like, I think it's a, a good thing. If we had the volume that they're having in America, well, people well, coming through... I mean, their border is fucked. That turns into a bigger number. And just like you said, we have to be more able to receive these people, have housing for them, or whatever it, it be. But we definitely give welfare to you if you show up here with nothing. I mean, I've always and, heard, I've always and, heard that. And I'm I've not never, against it. I'm not against it. I've always heard that. I've never looked into it, though. You know what I mean? Like, I've always heard that talking point that, oh, if you're an immigrant, you get here and you get all this. I've never once done the due diligence because, to be like, do you actually? Because here it's just welfare. And you're like, well, that, but from where they're coming from, it is enough for them to get on their feet. And ideally, they will and do often open businesses and thrive. Yeah. So it's like, it's an investment in a person. Yeah. If you look at the homeless people in Ottawa, uh, none of them are immigrants. Yes, exactly. Oh, like, that's exactly. so true. Oh, that's so true. Yeah. Right? Like, those aren't no, no. the people that those you find on the street. Yeah. They're like, real patriots. <laughs> they're not the people you find fucking smoking drugs or, like, you know, down on their luck. They're, yeah, like Kamar said, they're like, oh, no, we bought a small building when we got yeah, here. And-, and that's as far as I'm going. Okay, okay, sorry. <laughs> I thought when he was talking about masculinity, he was alluding to edutage. I'm just joking. Um, what? Well, let's talk about Andrew Tate while yeah, we're here. Why, why not? not? Why not? Okay. It's really fucking with your post, Joe? No, they just didn't mention it. Okay, and we'll wait. Fine. What whatever. it is? No, no, we'll, we'll talk about it. We're talking about it. We're so talking what I, about What it. I see the biggest tell is you're about, we met up for poker on Thursday, and we're like, Andrew Tate got arrested. You guys told me this, yeah. So now we know. Yeah. And then Simon says, and they found him through the pizza boxes. Yeah. And I find that's just too convenient in an eight-hour window of someone getting arrested that the, the meta was to catch them is out there and Greta's already tweeting back, you should have recycled your pizza boxes. Like, it just seems like a... it's a, who People who want to, like, make people think something would lay it down just like this, set it up just like this. That, so that's I'll, what it seems like. I'll start by saying this. I didn't know this. Pat told me this last night, and I didn't look into whether it's true or not, but I'll believe him. He was saying that Andrew Tate, like, on his show was saying that he controls a bunch of different girls only fans and he controls their money. Um, and Pat was like, there's, <laughs> there's grounds for that to be human trafficking in and of itself. So potentially there is like a case, but I will say this from everything I've seen, it kind of stinks and I don't like Andrew Tate. I'm not an Andrew Tate fan, but it just, I don't know. He could have committed these crimes and go away for 20 years and everyone could say they were right about him. If though nothing comes of this, well, that's it. Is if, if nothing comes of this, it's uh, I don't know. It really stinks. Though. The Bears are who we thought they were. However, if he does do like serious time, then uh, then I'm an idiot. Um, but don't you think the pizza box thing is just is that it, Simon? You have nothing to say about too it? convenient. No, I'm going to say some stuff about it in one second, Matt. I mean, I you know, Kamar. They could easily say like they could have been, they could have been fucking watching him forever. And just used that opportunity and said, oh, yeah, no, it was the pizza box. Well, that's been disproven since. Okay. So it made that up. And Greta still, Greta is the other weird they thing. They didn't even use the pizza box to find him. Is that? Uh... They've been following for months. There, yeah, that's exactly. Okay. That's just it. That some re. They just put two it. and two together. Well, the box is there. And, and they thought the story. Yeah, sure. But then Greta tweets that. 
Okay. Like, is, she, is she her finger on the pulse of the, the planet? And saving I mean, she's us just like a, what, a 15-year-old girl? It's just 16 so weird. Girl? I don't know. She's, oh, she's 20 now. Is well, she 20? I don't know. Fuck. She's a kid who grew up with the internet, and she's currently this in a beef with I a mean. big internet star. How hard is that to make that post? I just... Yeah. Listen, I can see how you would think that it would stink, like, another person is being silenced i get that point of view at the same time maybe he's just a bad guy that's yeah, possible too possible if we're going by track record <laughs> i'm gonna lean harder towards bad guy but again time will tell i guess like kamar says like he said with hitler time will tell and all and and also that's what he said a couple of weeks ago <laughs> time will tell Time will tell. He's still and also, he's on the clock. He's doubling down. Hitler's, Hitler's on the on clock. The clock. Yeah. Do, do you think if he was doing all this stuff, it'd be wise to be all over the internet and stuff? That's 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 the other thing that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, but you don't have the ego he has, and maybe well, you, he thinks he's doing it for money. Maybe you need your too. platform to make your money to off the girls you're, you're exploiting. I, well, I just, maybe that's how he washes his cash. I don't fucking know, man. Fair enough. It just seems like a sure, yeah, a weird way to walk if you're uh, right. Like if you're making all your money off um, allegedly running trafficking girls, and you then can't you le- keep a low profile. Well, no, I'm just saying, and you have all this money. At least you could pretend like you were making it it's through true. subscribers. Yeah. You know, that's true. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know nothing. Man. We don't know anything. It just it, too many. Pieces fell into place too fast. Like all these things that happened in the past. You're like, that just doesn't. I believe he could be going to jail for the rest L- of his life. Like but. I said, I can see why you would think that. And I just, my answer to that is sometimes bad people get what's coming to them. And maybe this is one of those cases. Yep. Uh, he, th- he, he Then he told the story about getting uh, in a fight with a guy. He said that was his big break, I guess, a year before he got The Walking Dead. So he cleaned him up. Mm-hmm. Um, he basically he was said very, it was a religious experience. He was very good on The Walking Dead. Well, he had such a wicked character. is was, was something that I wanted to ask him, Brian Simpson, but because he was the first guy, there are no rules. I can just take what I want, like... And certain personalities would do that. <laughs> For sure. Like, as a self-preservation thing, like, there's no more rules. Every, I make the rules. You make the like. For it, sure, there are certain personalities, like... For a while, everybody is like, yeah, these are the rules. We all agree on this. And then eventually... Some guy would be like, "Well, I can beat you up." So yeah, that would happen. Real, that. That these would happen are real the, quick. These are the rules. And no, now. no one can do anything. Yeah. Um, How quickly we would devolve into uh, some sort of Lord of the Flies situation? Like, yep. would, it wouldn't take long. Do at you all. think you'd want to play a bad guy? Because that's what Brian Simpson said. He wants to play a bad guy, like do bad things. You know, like I think if I was an actor, I would want to play both ends of the spectrum. That would seem like, you know, part of the whole thing. But just saying mean things to people all day or whatever the bad guy's doing, would that be fun? I think it would be as long as you know it's within the context of the role, you know? I just imagine, uh, what's his name? Um. Daniel Day Lewis just screaming at you, and and you looking for the 
we're, we're still just yeah, acting here, is, but, yeah. but it isn't there because he's so in, uh, in character. Um, he admitted to having privilege that helped him get through his situation. Um, dealing with the consequences of his crime. Consequences of his crime. Um, something about Muslims and Islamophobe converted to Muslim. Is he? No, he, remember he was saying that he knew a guy who who was like oh, was who it, came back from war and was like super anti-Islamic, and he had planned to blow up a mosque. He was a crazy American a, Islamophobe. Yes, and he built a bomb. Strapped that bomb to himself, went to the mosque, and then when he got to the mosque, he was greeted by this woman, and he was greeted so kindly that he was, I guess, walked out of there with the bomb and didn't blow the place up, and then she ended up inviting him over to her home for dinner, and I guess he had planned to go over there and then blow them up, and instead he had dinner and had a lovely time, and now he is like... He converted to becoming a Muslim. He's a Muslim now, and he like leads... uh, Yeah, that was insane. He married the woman? No, I don't think it went that deep. It was sort of like that fella he talks about with the KKK. <coughs> Daryl yeah. Davis. His whole thing. Redemption. His, his whole thing felt to me like I haven't listened to it, but the way, way they were describing it was like a very small version of. Um, what's that guy's name? Change the Ku Klux Klan. You just said Daryl Davis. Daryl Davis. He has a very Daryl Davis thing going with his podcast. I think so. Have you listened to it? No, that's what I'm saying though. From what the way they described it, it sounds like that. He's just, he's just, he's he's just so badass. He, I, I, I think he's everything I, I wish I was. Well, I saw after hearing his story, um, that's better than like, uh, and I'm not taking anything away from Michael Imperioli, but like after you find out that he didn't grow up in like a, you know. <laughs> gangstery kind of way it's acting you i know but it's this guy actually is what i would think shane would have gone through as a kid am i right kamar a hundred percent thank you who gives a shit i it's just one of those things matt like when uh you find out somebody has an accent and you You just don't like you know yeah you just don't like exactly you were tainted from the beginning you admitted it and you can't even come into this now with an open mind enough to change. Let's get Jaw on the phone and see how he feels about it. Who gives a fuck? Who's like, Jaw? No, jaw rule. I get that, but uh, no, I, I don't. Oh. I mean, again. I saw a cool one where he had an ex-con turned stuntman. Uh, oh, you've show, actually yeah. listened to his show. It's on YouTube. I didn't realize you were such a fanboy. No, I only I've only seen that one and the, the Sheila Buff one, which then he talks about yeah, the Sheila Buff the and Sheila platforming Buffs. and what it means. And he's, I think he's uh, liberal, like not and not in a, a gross way, like a lefty. I, I don't know how to say it, but he's anymore. also religious, and 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 uh, in full support of the police. So that's. I wonder where he lands. Politically. Well, I, I, I. That's what I think. I was trying to say without saying it. I don't know where he lands. No, no. It sounded like at one point he was going to be like, "When I go into the voting booth, Joe, I just tick all the boxes because I don't want to hurt no feelings." <laughs> like, Dude, shut the yes, fuck up. Yes. Whatever. Yeah, nice, that's, Matt, but that's that's good. that's what makes him an actor. Okay, fair enough. That's that's, that's really good. He is. That's like I'm going to vote a Shane today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll just see what happens. Yeah, I just uh, Shane I would steal your girlfriend and kill you in your sleep. What would he vote? 
Um, and that's what I want in my actors. <laughs> you better wake up as that motherfucking character. Uh, He's maybe the least pretentious, pretentious actor we've had on. I I liked his story. I thought every I don't know about pretentious, but I everything about his story kind of was interesting to me. He went to Russia. He had that whole thing, the punching the guy, that whole thing. They har- did they talk about fighting? No. There you go. Oh. Anyways, I thought it was a pretty good episode, all things considered. Uh, they talked about the cobalt. Cobalt mining. No. Which we have to do. No echoing. No, no, there's nothing we can do about it. We're going to throw our phones away. That's what we're going to do. We all look the all other way. All of us. We, we just, all look we'll the other We'll start with way. you, Simon. We'll start with. Seeing as you are the most useless yeah. with your phone, I yeah, think you should be the true. first I to throw it I should be the away. first to get yeah. rid of it. You're right, Matt. We all going to turn a blind eye. I can't wait till Simon hits his like Nick Offerman stage and starts like a woodworking in his garage out in the country with a flip phone. <laughs> with the flip phone. Interesting. Yeah. They wait the way they framed uh Chris Rock hosting the Oscars, like that's like the sweetest gig you can get, say as a stand up comedian. If you my dream of dreams, one day I'll host the Oscars. And then he got humiliated at it. Like what even when I succeed, like it he was, had already hosted the Oscars, right? This wasn't so. the first time he had hosted. Oh, he was that's hosting interesting. It. That's interesting. I mean, he had hosted multiple. Imagine times. Joe hosting the Oscars in his UFC suit. No, I could not imagine. It would be, um, yeah, I don't know if I could see that. Maybe old Joe, like young Joe. I could see Tony hosting it. Tony Hinchcliffe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That takes the steam out of that one. Yeah, he's was multiple times, Kamar. Uh, two thousand five and two thousand fifteen. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Anyways, sorry to take the wind out of yourselves. Still got he still got humiliated. <laughs> um, Will and it, it, they called what Will Smith did impulsive, which is the name of Logan Paul's podcast. Okay, and he might be going down. But tomorrow's the D Day, I believe. For what? What do you mean going down? Oh, you haven't heard about any of the back and No. Oh. What's happening? Tell me, please. Uh, Logan reached out to CoffeeZilla, said, I'll send you a plane, fly you down here. We'll talk okay, about all this suck. stuff. your dick sucked. We can forget about all this. He's like, well, no, I'm not going to go there. You come see me. And then there's a picture of Logan Paul dressed as CoffeeZilla. So he's clouding him. So he's presenting himself with the confidence of he's going to explain his way out of this. I but again, doubt it. again, like you say, these things seem like a big deal, but it's a big deal to a million people in a corner of YouTube. Mm-hmm. And uh, they talked about fatherhood, which is go- is going to happen. Which is gonna, <laughs> which is gonna happen. Well, no, isn't that the most important thing to, to do? To have, have children father. or have an amazing career? Mm. Not have children, raise a good person. Mm. That's that's the that's the caveat because anyone can have kids. But <laughs> did you see that? No, are you just rolling over? Yeah, and to raise a good person. And sure. there's, there's both sides. There's people who raise bad people, or bad people who raise good people. But that's that's the best accomplishment you can do as a person. I think more than um, being the goat in basketball or whatever. At the end of the day, 
I mean, it's sick if you can do both. That That's the best, but I think it's very hard. To be the GOAT, you have to make sacrifices. Yeah, well, you don't have to be the absolute best at everything. You can just be... No, you don't. You don't have to be the best, but if you do want to be the best, you're gonna lose a lot along the way. Well, yeah, for sure. Like, you're talking about like being Michael Jordan. Even tried to be Michael Jordan. Anyways, yeah. I mean, yes, yes. So me and uh, me and Simon love John Barron. Love the story. Yeah, it sounds like he's like your new Timothy Oliphant. And uh, no, he's not. Like him. I don't find. I didn't him say I hated him at all. You didn't like Walking Dead at all. Uh, I was with Joe, where like the first season or two was like bearable, and then it's just you know. Oh, it was really good, and then it just you know when it should have ended, it doubled down because it was his big break for me seeing him as an actor or oh, ever, he, for everyone. ever seeing him. And period. when he starts, I'm like, who the fuck does this guy think he is going to? Act, and then I was like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" And then he did Fury, and then he was like, "You know, I liked him in um, even uh, Wolf of Wall Street." Yeah, those little bit. And there it is. There it is. You like him more than you thought you did. Anyways, I like the character he played in. I, I've never there heard his podcast. Maybe if I heard it, I would feel more like Matt does. Have you ever heard his podcast? Mm-mm. So you don't even know. I give it. I rated. I rated four. Good. You a give it a four? four? Sweet yeah. mother of God. I give it a two. Okay, I give it a three, a three and a half. It was, good, it was the best actor <coughs> yeah, podcast. He, he did a good job. Joe's had. I think so. I'd have to look at them all together. But Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, no. Our man, Ed Norton. No, that was terrible. That was, that was the worst because I heard about another oh, one, and I can't terrible. think of any other, like, Big time actors. Like I said, I'd have to look at it. Look at a list. Look at a list. Look at a list. Simon has to look at a list. And look then at a list. Check it twice. Make sure he double checks that bitch. Go ahead, Kamar. Name yeah. it a number. Uh, episode. Alaskan Boneyard. 1918 John Reeves. Did you guys know about him at all? No. no never heard this. of him in my whole life. And that's the weirdest thing where this guy's making waves and noises and. So Joe had to get like, who the hell is this guy? But how the hell is this happening? What a crazy story. Like, it really is a crazy story. From Florida to Alaska, first off. Yeah, his personal story is nuts. Just where you start off to where you get to, like, I haven't made it far. I've, I've gone places for a couple of years, but that's such a a different time to. But he pulled like a real, uh, who's that guy who got lost there? Forrest Gump. No. Um, look at the bus. You know, he had the bus. Oh, in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he died out there. But, like, he was on the swim team at, in oh. Florida and then just decided to, like... Into the wild. Boom, yeah. Into the wild. Into the there wild, you yeah. go. But thrived. And Alaska is just another fucking world. Like, it's, it's not another even... world. It should be Canada. It should be Canada. It's ridiculous. We got so fucked it's out. It's ridiculous. It. And if you there. think about the resources, it's insane. We lost out on a goddamn gold mine. Alaska is 600,000 square <laughs> kilometers. <laughs> and uh, Texas, Montana, and California fit in it. And Canada is 9 million square kilometers. So... Um, 
so we're still bigger, but it should be us. And it, it is beautiful up there. And that's when I don't worry about global warming, even though you probably see it on the ground. But there's, it just seems like there's so much ice and so much mountain. When were you so there? Much, uh, it would have been... 92. Yeah, 98. You went to Alaska? 98. 99, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, when was, did you when go I, to Alaska? When I was tree planting. You tree planted in Alaska? Oh, uh, no, we just went there. We we planted, already we planted up, two already hours away from Alaska. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of cheating. Okay, I see what you're saying. He went, whatever. How so? He's saying <laughs> you didn't go into the interior. No, no, uh, no. It's but fine. I, it's fine. You've been to Alaska, I, I, in air quotes. Where you see where I saw on a map, you'd be like, it's so small. And I swear, it looked like the world forever. Where forever, did you so go? Who knows? Hyder. Hyder. Hyder, Alaska. We were supposed to, my family's going on an Alaskan cruise in uh, May. I declined. I'm not going on a fucking cruise. You have to wear like a winter jacket the whole time. I wouldn't. You can't smoke weed on the ship, so I'm out. There's no way I'm spending seven days. Like, I even said, I was like, I might meet you guys in Alaska. Like, I'll spend a couple days in Vancouver and then fly to Alaska. Killaloo Joe's or whatever. There's a bar up there that everyone plays, like, Stay at Hope, Kreischer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a huge bar. It's the one where they made Ralphie May stay in the separate. I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he did win a swimming race and moved to Alaska on a guy saying something that he didn't really mean. Yeah, that was weird. The guy wasn't. Well, if we pack your bags. Yeah. You're going to Alaska. He was just saying it as He's a, like, I guess a, I'm going to Alaska. A turn of phrase. Yeah. And he gets up there and becomes a trucker in Alaska. Just this is back in the day where you had a heartbeat, two feet, you could do whatever you wanted. A heartbeat and two feet. Got a got go. a pipeline contract making twenty thousand dollars in like two hours every morning. Yeah, insane. Shipping airplane parts to the pipeline. Um, Not and, even shipping. He was like, just drive it seven hundred meters. And and because they're different contracts, we just sit there. So whatever it is to sip a cup of coffee. But I was saying while I was listening, I was like, I've also never been lucky enough to fall into like the easiest job for the most money. Yeah, but th- those just happen in a moment of time. Like, I bet when you were 20, if you wanted to, you could have gone and made tons of money in the oil fields in Alberta if you wanted to do that sort of thing. Yeah, probably, like, yeah. There was a boom going on there. In the boom. Alaska, Alaska was sort of booming at this time. So, I mean, it, then he goes and buys a farm in Costa Rica. Like, yeah. who thinks the world is so small? Um. Then he bought. Who thinks the world is so small? This guy apparently. Then he bought a dredging machine, yeah. which I guess is. Well, those are cool. Did you guys ever watch that show? Gold diggers or whatever, whatever it was called. Gold diggers. It was re- no, not the Alaska one. It was just oh, gold diggers, but it showed you like them all building out their own dredging machines and sorting machines, and you know what I mean. I forget hmm. what they're. But all as called, a but... tourist attraction, like is that big? No, not as a tourist attraction. That, what no, that's what he about? did. <laughs> he he, and he sold it to. Uh, uh, um, he bought the dredger for as a tourist attraction, and he sold it to a, sh- a cruise line or something, so they could have something for their people to do. That's what I understood. Huh? And no, I thought he was mining for gold. Well, then, because he sold this dredger, he became the largest private landowner in Alaska. He has ten thousand acres, okay. which is crazy. Because I have 14 acres. You have 14 acres in Alaska? No. In, um, yeah. In, in uh, Ontario. You personally have 14 sons, acres? Sons of Anarchy. 
um, not Presley shared, 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 shared. It's and, shared. and that's a nice hunk. Yeah, fourteen acres is a lot. I ten thousand acres is a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And all these things are found in a five acre plot. Yeah. Now to think of it as a plot would be foolish. It, you can't see the other side of a probably five acre plot. So like he said, there was another one upstream. I imagine all around there, there are probably little pockets just like that. That would make sense. Yeah. And he said, find me a tusk. And the guy found him a tusk. Dude, it's a fucking amazing. And we're off to the races. It's an amazing and story. <laughs> and that would be the coolest job, man. You're not having to do it with like. A toothbrush, making sure you preserve everything. You're just going in, like it's looking some guy. for shit. Yeah, you it was know? like dig up whatever you Dude, want. So fun. Well, no, they spray it with water. Yeah, it's a. They spray the they, walls. I know. Massive. I don't want to be a downer though. This guy, this guy, I am a downer. I don't care. This guy was kind of cringe. Why? Oh yeah, he's creepy. Like the, Robert, Robert Dude, the, vibes. The what did he keep? There was two things. You're you're going to be a boner. And then there was oh, also yeah, where well, he was like, there's going to be a, a bone. What was it, a gold rush or a, oh, a, a, bone, a bone rush? rush. Well, and the my, way he was like, the way he was like, I'd only let you tell it, Joe. And he's like, well, are you going to tell it? Because I don't know. Kinda, it. And then he made it creepy. Oh, it was so It was awkward. weird. It so was awkward. weird. It was just awkward. He thought it was, listen, it will be a very cool story if somebody takes his coordinates, goes there into the fucking New York River and finds a whole bunch of fucking bones. That's a sidebar. It will Ain't going to happen. It, well, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Go on. I mean, this thing just came out, or if someone dies looking for bones, would be a, a different story. Um, he's going to give Joe a step bison skull. Did you guys know what a step so bison cool. skull was? Simon. Do you know what that is? No. Oh, I, Joe I, acted like he did. I assume it's a you prehistoric bison. We're talking no, about the, saber. It's the son married into. Oh, I see. Gotcha. Saber toothed tiger skulls. That would be so cool. Yeah. You don't think that's cool? Yes, and, yeah, and, I do. And why is all this in this one area? Because uh, the flood, the Younger Dryas theory. They got caught all there. But well, it's the only place. It was the high ground at that time. They were Let's pushed that, that way. Yeah. So and then it flash froze. A step bison is just a massive bison. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> oh, man. A quarter million fossils. But I, I don't think that's... Different animals. I think that, you know, a hundred thousand fossils make up an animal. It's so cool when they find something that doesn't belong, like the whales in uh, Texas or whatever. You know, the whale bones. Yeah, yeah. And, it and just shows it? you that back in the day, shit was wild. Shit was wild. Shit was wild. And shit different. Wild. And just it's so different. Thousands and thousands. But who of can years claim ago. ownership or like? Because that's one of the things that I thought Joe was trying to ask, like. Don't museums and like universities sort of want to put some sort of kibosh on this or a First Nations say it's sacred grounds or something? Well, didn't the it was so interesting where he was skirting the question about finding the human. Yes. At the end where Joe was like, well, have you ever found a human remain thing before? And the guy was like, if I did, I'd never tell. Well, that too, the whole like, wait, you ate one of these? He's like, well, of course we mammoth, did, Joe. Like, mammoth yeah, burgers. Yeah, well, obviously we're eating mammoth meat. Like, dude, first of all, you, you started off by saying it fucking stinks. Why would you want to eat that? 
Well, maybe the one that it. was found. That really? He, maybe the one he ate was fresher. So, Kamara, if you're in Liberia and the street vendor, you walk up and he says, I've got salted meat. And you're like, what is it? And he goes, it's human. You got to try no. it. No. You would try human meat? Uh, no, I think what you mean to say. That's a yes. That's a firm yes. Yeah. I think we got our answer, I think right? what you mean to say, if I bought a house and started digging a hole to put in a pool and I found a body, would I eat it? Oh, that's, that's an even better weird. question. Sure. We're just trying to see how far you would go. Would you eat monkey? You you think it's a hard no to eating the mammoth? Hold on. You didn't answer my initial question. I think it's which a is hard really, no to uh, eating I, the mammoth. It, yes. It was a stand. It was a, it's a food stand to finding the something twelve thousand. Yeah, own. I'm giving you an in here somewhere in the middle ground. It's human meat. It, it hasn't been like you don't. For as far as you know, it hasn't been dug up. Do you eat human meat off the side of the street? No, and the answer is no. The only way I'm eating mammoth is if they're cloning mammoths and I'm getting fresh mammoth meat. There was no talk of that. Like beyond the mammoth. Beyond the mammoth, exactly. Because he was saying they had bone marrow and you think all these things got to... uh, Imagine how much mammoth marrow you could get. Cloning and this sort of thing. Anyways, it's. I mean, it's weird that, like, if this guy really has all this stuff, it's very odd to me that, like, every museum or every paleontologist or archaeologist in the world isn't wildly interested in. I, I think I answered my own question. Maybe they are. I and he really is just like. He's holding would them over only the fire. Talk to Joe Rogan. He's a private landowner. Yeah, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. The yeah, I'm yard. not saying he has to do anything. I'm just saying you'd, you'd think, like, I don't know. A lot of money would be offered. He estimates 10,000 woolly mammoths. Crazy. Well, you know this guy's gone to where he's gone to. He's not. On a five-acre plot. Yes. Like, it's so nuts. And no explanation. And he, I guess he doesn't want one. Simon. Well, he doesn't want their explanation. (laughs) Simon, my cottage was like, I think it was two and a half acres, just to give you like. The island? Yeah, just to give you the the scale of how little land this guy owns. His 10,000 acres. No, the five acres. His 14 acres. The five acres, whatever. Five acres is a spot. It's not a lot on on his 10,000 land. No, five acres is very small. It's it's 10,000. Now that's what we're talking about. But how many of these things are out there? And you'll never know because they'll never even get to doing them. Or maybe his kids will. Well, he surmised that it takes 20 20 seconds for a mammal to pee. And they stopped stopped to pee and uh, got killed. Okay, that's why they're all together like that. Like, I don't they even all, understand. I, they all went to pee at the same it, time. I don't understand the fucking. And that was uh, a flood. I yeah. No, nope. it would make sense that there was a flash freeze, right? If there was some sort of, let's say a meteor hits the Earth. Okay, maybe it throws the Earth off its rotation. So immediately they're in like a tropical high zone, and the Earth gets hit by a meteor, and now all of a sudden. It's they're in the North Pole, like within hours or a lot. Yeah, within hours, sure. Why not? And then it flash freezes and kills everything. Well, Maybe it was just like a funneling situation where the they died, and then the bones just all got funneled That's down. Something into yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. I, I, I was wondering why that wasn't. It was, but even then, they'd all have to the be with, They'd all have to be within like a certain area five for acres, them to all five acres, but. But it might even be more. This is what I'm saying. Like how we, so that little spot, they're finding it on is five acres. What about everything around that spot? You know, maybe it's a hundred acres that 
you find all these deposits in. Yeah, maybe you're right. I'm just saying, as far as like what this guy knows, it. I mean, yeah, you you could be right. Maybe it's like a thousand acres. I think surrounding. some of it he was saying has been mined. So they do know some places. I mean, you never know how deep you go, but they he knows how deep you have to go. So I, I'm sure he if he has more places, he knows about it too. Anyways, it's it's so fucking cool. It's so cool. the The animals that used to live on this continent are like it's incredible, nuts. and thrive. You know, there was a um, a wolf that ran as fast as a cheetah. Yeah, how did That's we survive? Crazy, a dog that ran that fast. Like, imagine that. Holy fuck! No, I can't. I saw some uh, cheetahs killing an ostrich the other day. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be cool if we made ostrich roast? Like imagine a, a turkey, roasted turkey with the size of Oh, the that's table. like 150 oh, pounds. Oh, I see. I don't think it'd be very good. It would be like it. the Flintstones. With would it the be tough to cook? It, 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 it would seem ribs. like that. It would be tough to like cook that. it thoroughly, right? Oh, you need to build a special oven. A special yeah. turkey or a special oh, ostrich A special oven. rotisserie something. That yeah, would I think be you have funny. to cut it down the middle and then rotate both of those. That would be funny if that was an Australian thing on Thanksgiving that they did. I think it'd be hilarious. I think it'd be hilarious. For someone to do once. But what not, about roasted penguin? Not Is for that the ostrich. I imagine their meat would be. I don't very think anybody tough. eats penguin, do they? Never no. heard of that in my like life. Like the oily. Oh no, because they're only in Antarctica. Yeah. Oily. And there's nobody down there to eat them. There's no Inuit. They're the all, Inuit yes, Simon. They are only just, in Antarctica. I just answered my own question. Pelicans flying groups of prime numbers. I don't know. Next time I'll be in the, yeah, the vicinity. Of he said all that. birds, didn't he? He said pelicans. Oh, just yeah, pelicans? I thought he said just pelicans. I thought he said all birds. He said the sea levels rose 300 feet. I also in, then in thought time. to myself, I don't know what a prime number is. It's red, blue, or yellow? <laughs> um, then he said, go out, find some bones, and gave a location of the bones where anyone can find something. 65th Street in New York City. Yeah. So if you're listening and you have well, East I'll, River off 65th. I'll tell you this much. If I lived in New York yeah. and I liked the water, yeah. I would go and do that. Of course you would. So No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. Scuba? No, I hate scuba. Yeah, you, That's you, my point. You, you plunk but around. Let's, let's say that happened here. No, and I some guy scuba. came out, he did the show and he said in the Gatineau Mountains are bones you just have to go and find them i would go and find them because they were dumped by somebody because they were would dumped you? by some uh train guy who had stolen them from uh you know the museum or something so those belong to the museum so you're just recovering them for a minimal reward okay, you're missing the point no if uh, they, i could keep them speaking of reward uh 12 feet of tusk is worth $485,000. Is there anything wrong with using it? Do we have to preserve it? Like, what are we doing here? Well, if he's finding that many of them, it seems like, like he said, how many elephants am I saving? Each tusk produces, you know, 10, 20 times as much as a elephant tusk. So you're keeping them from dying. Just Have you seen when they burn the piles of tusks? No. Of mammoth tusks? Well, no, just elephant tusks. I mean, it's the same sort of idea, right? Why would you burn elephant tusks? So that no one could use the no ivory, No one could use ivory, thank you. Yeah, exactly. Like, if they find... Why? I don't get it. 
It doesn't make a lot of sense. If they you've bust poachers with ivory. Exactly. Like, it's, it's out there. So the ivory's already used. The, the, like, the, already the elephant's cut. dead, yeah. The, the elephant's so dead. instead of using that ivory, yeah, just for, burn it. they just burn it. Like, it's I think, cocaine. I think ivory's forbidden from use. That's so interesting. In, 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 in uh, Oh, that might be general. right. You might be right, Kamar. I think they might have banned the use of ivory. Mm-hmm. Well, you'd think there's still a better way to, like, um, honor it than burning it, you know? That's true. That's true. Keep it, put it in museums if it's going to be a thing that goes away. Like this, uh, that's so dumb. That's so dumb. It does to sound. burn to burn the tusks. To burn the tusks. To burn the tusks leaves a real bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, I can't a real burnt if it's banned, taste in my mouth. Matt. It's it's very boom. I guess they used to comedy. make everything out of it. Well, pianos. The only thing I can actually think of. If you find the tusk, no, they made a lot of things with ivory. If you find the tusk, yep, you're getting on the Joe Rogan podcast, so that will be interesting. Yeah, that's there, cool. a, there is a little small club. Well, that's maybe you should go and find the tusk. He's gonna end up. You with say some... no one's ever finding it. No, I'm saying if he's not just gonna have some fucking weirdo on, like, so you went, yeah, Joe, yeah, great, ha-, you know. No. But you listening to this, you're like. Holy fuck, someone might actually go do that. So if you think somebody think finds... will do that, And that sure. person, if they find something, will get on the podcast. Who does it belong to if they find it? The museum. So you don't even get to keep it. But I, that's, I said that, so yeah. No, I'm asking. Like a, that's, that's my a, position. That's a good point, Kamar. That's if my you position. find that, it's the museum that dumped it. But then you would think it's fair game. You can't dump something in the river and expect it to be your, you know what I mean? In a court of law. I agree, yeah. But we also know how court of law works sometimes. And This would be a very interesting story if somebody did find it, got onto Joe Rogan, got to keep it. Do you think there's someone there right now? Someone where? Like in a dry suit, jumping in the water at... um, I mean, if you had like an underwater drone, that would be a really good way to... To do it, you know, just boom, run yeah. down there, drop your drone in the water, take a look, see. It's true, yeah. But I think you need to dig because dig. Well, how long do you think it's been? Um, yeah, what do you think of the bottom years, of the lake is like? Well, you know that. Well, it's the East River; it moves a lot. There's a lot of current. But they're ships very heavy, there. apparently. Okay, well then, yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah, but the silt, the sit, the mud, just at the bottom. Yeah, you're would just be gonna like, see like the tip sticking out. My whole thing know. is, Simon. There's so many people on YouTube right now that go into waterways, that like scuba dive into waterways, looking for GoPros, watches. Yeah. This so and they're that, ready but, to do this, anyways. No, I just feel saying? like there has to have been someone that does this in the East River already. You know what I mean? That scoured a good portion of the East River scuba diving. Looking for this stuff, though, specifically? No, but you'd think, like, if you're talking about a fucking mammoth tusk. I think sorry. it's actually dangerous and irresponsible. <clears throat> All right, well. Um, animals killing animals is just so brutal to watch, eh? Yeah, it's tough. But it's so natural. Yeah, but it's so tough, yeah. And sometimes, like, bears kill things, they look like they sort of feel bad about it. It's tough to watch when they kill the young. I find it less tough to watch when it seems like more of a... Yeah, when they just snatch a baby away from yeah, a mom. You know, yeah. though that's really hard. Yeah. Or wh- especially when they do it slow, if it's like a whole drawn out thing to get the baby and then they finally get the baby. The mother has to give her life and still can't help the baby. Or, well, I don't know, the whole thing. Three wolves hanging off the, the water baby. buffalo. Yeah, and I mean, okay, down. I mean, that's what they do. That's what they do, yeah. It's um, gotta eat. And all these animals are extinct. What animals? 
The ones he's finding. All these animals are yeah, talking the about. Ones the ones he's finding are all extinct. The stepbrother buys him. <laughs> the the saber tooth uh, tiger. They've all got extinct. Yes. Is it possible they went extinct because of man's pollution? We were not alive there. There's no people. They went extinct of their own. There might have been people, but it sounds extinction like. Extinction happened. It sounds like this event made them go extinct. So maybe it made the humans at the time go extinct too. It just mm. feels like extinction. Am I right? Am I right? Yeah, that, that's, that sounds like. We could have been it. in the middle of a. Uh, Maybe these were just the animals for them, the same way cows are the animals for us. Extinction have a human connotation, a negative connotation. Extinction. Well, yeah, I mean, it is kind of negative. No, it's just the way it's part of life. Things go extinct. If we look at it that way, we can back off extinction stuff. Uh-huh. I mean, man likes to think that we're not going to go extinct. We're different than... But Kamar, if you if you you think extinct. of it, there's an X factor. So if you can advance far enough, you could uh, couldn't you curve bypass? Your, could, well, not bypass, but you could change the odds drastically, right? Like if it was a certainty, you could go to like, well, now we have a ten percent chance yeah. of. And if you were a guy in, just to put it in perspective, if you were a guy in like the 1900s, the iPhone would be that X factor you were talking about. Yeah. So maybe we're just not far from that next big. Thing that changes everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do people always know about the pyramids? What do you mean? Did people always know? No, did they have to dig them up? Simon, can, s- can you confirm or deny that? At some point, the people would. Some people would have known about the pyramids in in modern times. Yeah, I think they had to dig them did up. Mozart know what the pyramids? Sorry, were? I don't know if all the pyramids were covered. I know the Sphinx was covered. Okay. Napoleon knew about the pyramids? Napoleon Obviously. knew about the pyramids, yeah. They had some record that he saw that made him want to go down there. Because Egypt was a big deal, right? Yeah. Like in Roman times, Egypt was a huge deal. So there would have been stories pushing forward. I think it was just the Sphinx that was covered in sand, or almost covered in sand because its head was out. Okay. And I'm so that was bad. a more recent discovery? The Sphinx? Than the pyramids. Yeah, well, they're I still, guess... They're I still guess both really old. Buried for a while, but I think whoever went down there... I guess it was... Was it Napoleon who went down? I think that was... I'm asking even, you. I don't even think that's true. You're just making all sorts of stuff up here? Did I... I didn't say Napoleon. He said oh, Napoleon. Oh, I thought you said Napoleon. No, no. Okay. Okay. I don't no, think no, so. No, 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 no. I don't think so. I might have. Who knows? I say a lot of things. Sorry to keep track. Uh, he ate beaver tail. I don't even know why. But what do you mean, though, the pyramids? What, do people always know about the pyramids? I always wonder if there was like a period of no one knew about the pyramids. Probably in the Dark Ages when no one knew anything. and Everyone was drunk. Where they were trying to erase history? Is that? Well, you just don't go. You, how would you hear about what's in Egypt? Especially if you don't go to school. How would you learn about the fucking pyramids? Well, I imagine there would have been books and stuff. Yes. That's how we would have learned about Egypt. Like everyone on Earth knows about the pyramids now, right? Except well, for- I mean, we have, we're connected like we've never been. I get what you're saying. There was, there's always been remote. I mean, even now there's remote people that don't know, like the North Sentinese people, right? And they're, 
500 whatever and there could be a population of 2 million people in South America that no one finds out that they don't know that the pyramids exist well they wouldn't know that the Egyptian pyramids existed they would not know no if you didn't have like but Greeks knew Greeks would have known right no knew yes yeah Greece and Egypt have anything to do with each other yeah I think they did Anyways, I think they stole a lot of things from the Egyptians. All this to say, this it seems like there's some sort of cultural, uh, historical value to what he's finding here. I think it has value, yeah, to our land for sure to know what was here before. Like, I'm trying to think of some sort of discovery they've announced for us to be excited for the last 20 years in Canada. In the world, anywhere, anywhere they find, they do find. Well, Gobekli Tepe, that was a pretty big deal. Didn't they find all those uh, Chinese terracotta figurines or whatever? Just all of a sudden, kind of cool that comes into the thing. Uh, Superhenge, we didn't know about that before. That's that way, no, that way bigger Stonehenge. Like they found out that around Stonehenge. Didn't they talk about it here? Maybe it's uh, this Copen's guy was we, I was listening to, but there are tons of different henges all around uh, Great Britain and France. There was a lot of weird shit going on they were doing with these rock constructions. Interesting. Like there's a whole town in uh, France. I can't remember its name right now, but they have like, um. I don't know, 200 megalithic stones that are just all over the town. These giant fucking ton stones Hmm. just implant. Like they were doing something back in the day. I don't know what it was. They're like moving stones. But they had some ideas with concentric circles and stones. Anyways, go on. on, Come on. I was thinking about what he, he did. You see any footage of how they sort of excavate? We were saying with the water. No, I didn't see any of it. No. So it's just like a dirt wall, and then you spray, and then yeah, like a pressure washer, away right? Stuff that exactly. isn't, yeah, just stuff that isn't dirt stays. Yeah, wouldn't you, I would like to see that employed at like Gobeki Tepe, any of these places? Yeah, I think the pro- the problem. I think the bones are very strong, and the stones they're worried about damaging shit. I imagine that's the. But yes, I would, Kamar. Just like get it done. Gobekli Tepe, ten percent, five percent is. Uh, that's exposed. the key to the fighting all this stuff. Is this method is so fast. Well, that's the problem. Like, um, the jungles. Like, unless you cut them all down, you're never gonna find that stuff. So we're know? back to so, burn down the forest. No, don't. You know, just <laughs> what do we want here? We got to figure out another way. So we're back to burning down the forest, this fucking guy. Uh, yeah, he when he said he had a saber-toothed tiger skull like that. He has dire wolf skulls. What if, it, what like, if it's like half cool. the size of this table? Yeah. It probably is. The skull? It's probably not that big, but it's probably really big, yeah. Really big. These are giant mammoths. These, they were bigger animals than our biggest animals are well, now. Yeah, yeah. Because it was wild. They were wild and out. Wild and out. Um, yeah, they talked about just the ivory, the the uh, moral dilemma. Um, then he also mentioned dragons. Ugh, yeah. Like, you don't want to believe there's dragons? Sabertooth cat human. They weren't that big. Wow, that's a small one. <laughs> 
Ugh, Fair enough. It's just a small one. You're right, Kamara. You don't want to believe dragons are possible? I mean... I mean, what he says totally made sense, though, right? You have these birds that are like reptile birds, and they existed, and they just got hunted out the same way these step bison, or maybe they didn't get hunted out. Maybe they got... um, Most of them got extincted, and the couple that were left... I don't know. They are... It would make sense that they were just some leftover versions of dinosaurs throughout the time. and Well, that's a problem. The same way we see Nessie or whatever. Listen, it's not, it's not impossible. Left. It's not impossible. I just find it, you know. He's found all these bones. He says he's never found a dinosaur. That's interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Maybe yep. that has some maybe they correlate. I think at the end of the day, the time periods we're dealing with of a million years and then a million years later and then three like Well, it's, yeah, it's not, this is the uh this was like close in time to us. Twelve thousand years ago. Woolly mammoth. Walking around. There was a time, you know, they there's that stat. There was a place in when Egypt was around, there was a place that had woolly mammoths. So that yeah. was like 5,000 years ago. Some things remain. That's all I'm saying, Matt, is things remain even after they're extinct most of the places. Listen, I'm not saying there couldn't have been dragons like 50,000 years yep. ago. But the dinosaur bones totally make sense because, like Kamar said, Mesozoic or Cenozoic, those are hundreds of thousands of years apart from each other sure. in time. Those are all possible. I'm just saying that, like, for you seem to have this, like, I feel like when you talk about dragons, you're like, I think they were flying around, like, within the last couple hundred years. I think maybe some might have been left. I think just he tries to, to make be a, killed. I think off. he tries to make a case to ultimately just support Bigfoot. So if this if this is true, therefore this must also be. I think that's okay. what he's constantly doing. Oh, I, I think one uh, strengthens the other's Clearly. argument. Clearly. I don't. I don't have to flex on that. I it think just that's happens your on though. its own. Uh, too many bones. Too many don't bones. Tell me what my intention is. Uh, dis- despite <laughs> evidence, uh, I guess people are denying these finds. People are saying it's crazy that there's dragons. No, that he's finding all these bones. Well, I assume so. People like to, you know, unless they're in control of it. That be a paleontologist would be the. the uh, his enemy, I guess. I don't know. Scientific. Would community. the paleontologist be his enemy? Well, is that is that the right discipline? Yeah, probably. Trying to yeah. show off. Uh, yeah, I, I assume he would have a, the same um, the same enemies as Randall Carlson and. Uh, well, he's friends with them. I guess same kind of people. Yeah. Well, he said he'd have Randall up to take a look, but only if Joe came. <laughs> we'll do a bunch of coke. It'll be fun, Joe. Trust me. A paleontologist is a scientist who studies the history of life on Earth through. The fossil record. So I was correct. 10 points for Kamara. Um, he, that was the paleontologist game. They were, they were talking <laughs> about human remains or something, and he suggested they went from Bulgaria to Alaska 12,000 years ago. Interesting. Which, again, is just crazy if you think about how slow you'd be traveling. You would have had to walk over the, the ice bridge. With, and these things running around. Yeah, it's nuts. It's well, re- that was the really whole story about the step bear, you know, the giant bear. The step there, bear, the wild horses. That, that it kept humans from coming across for like thousands of years 
till they figured out a way to kill it. To kill it. And then we advance. And then they came over. It was the White Walker. It was the wall. It was whatever it was, you wanted to be. It was everything, Kamar. And then he got into something about border issues. At the end <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I think taking the bones across borders could be a problem. Okay. I think that's... Yeah, he wanted to stay put. There's jurisdiction... I get why he wouldn't want any... Um, well, because he probably feels like if he tries to get over the Canadian border, we're just going to be like, uh, we're just going to keep this in a museum. And he doesn't want do any... Do the right thing. He doesn't want any scientists on his land, and I don't blame him, because as soon as you get like into bringing people on, then they want to like take shit, and then they want to tell you what you can and can't do. He just likes that he gets to call all his own shots. Like, example, I'm pretty sure they found like giant bones in North America. And here we go. They were given to like the museums or whatever, the science bodies, and they never got them back. Because that's exactly uh, the old what giants they do. bones. I'm just giants would explain a lot of things, man. Really? Just the pyramids, right? No, just in general. Well, that happened to him. A lot right? of ancient construction. So, ancient construction. What outside of ancient construction does giants explain? Um. Gods in history, that could be giants. Okay, that's two. Uh, Adventure a third. That seems like a lot of stuff to me. Okay, fair enough. No? Just checking. No, yeah. Like just if you look, even our when you look at like the ancient mound builders and that whole thing, like some of that stuff seems hard to do. Mm-hmm. Being so gigantic giants, yeah. would help that. Yeah. When you look at a lot of ancient architecture, it seems like wasted space. Why are those doors so big? Why are those stairs so big? Well, it doesn't make sense to us, but it would make sense if the people... And I'm not saying, Matt, that they're like... I get it. You're not saying they're 60 feet tall. Yeah, they're just we're like just 14 talking, feet tall. Sure. Yeah. Or maybe it ranges from like 8 feet to 12 feet to 14 feet. I'm not saying they have to be humongous. I'm with... I'm. Maybe I'm some of them you. have hair and they live in the woods. I don't know. Buckle up. Kamara, is that it? I do not know. Either. The floor is yours, Kamara. Um, yeah, I, I, I was really confused by this. If you want to get away from it all, though, like who's going to go fuck with you in Alaska? It sounds that, like a that, great... That's the key. Great lifestyle. And he, he's loaded. Hunting bears and just being a man. He's rich as fuck. Like, uh, I don't know what to tell you. This is one of those weird characters that just flies under the radar. Who who knows what keys he has to our past and what we'll find out. But the most interesting thing would be if someone finds one of those bones. Yeah, that would be so cool. And gets on and the gets podcast. That would be very cool. And they also discover a dragon. <laughs> it's a two for Matt. Yes. <laughs> Down there, there's a dragon also. Yeah. Of course. That would be cool. Well, that's neat that What's-His-Name is coming back on because we'll definitely talk about dragons. And I'm sure he can do a way better job of explaining um, that kind of shit than I can. What's I his just name? can't, like, even if someone came on and spent some of their time, I can't, um, who fucking cares? Who cares about what? Dragons. Like, imagine spending your life trying to convince the public. Well, no, it, uh, what cares is if, if you were to go into the basement of the Vatican... To find out the suppression that the word like yeah they have a dragon skeleton down there no for I was sure. just gonna say they have a dragon guarding the library I doubt they have a live one but I bet you luck. for sure they have a skeleton 
or a skull or, or suppression of knowledge. I think that's all I'm talking. You about. have to fuck a kid in front of the dragon, and that lets you pass. It's like you're good. <laughs> Wouldn't put it past him. It that's like the double key. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, there's two. <laughs> that's terrible. I love it. Yeah, I mean, I'm making it up. I don't Just know why. Two butts in stone. Yeah, it'd be super cool to have a mammoth tusk or. Oh, it'd be cool to have that for sure. A keychain made of a piece of it. Joe seemed to have a problem with that. He even said, I think I have a problem with this. <laughs> I give it a two and a half. thought it was a weird flex. I give it a two and a half. That's it, eh? Yeah, okay, it. well, I give it a, a 3.25. No, a three and a half. Boom, I liked it. Oh, we knew you were going to like it. I liked it. All right, well, that's an episode. If you made it this far, thank you so much. Maybe you're willing to go a step further. We have a Patreon. If you want to join the Patreon and support the show, you can do so for as little as $5 a month. Head over to patreon.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. Uh, for that $5 a month, you'll get the post show. It's the show after the show where we shoot the shit. And you'll also get new and old episodes of This Won't Age Well, the show where we go back, listen to old episodes, and do what we do here. Same old bullshit. Uh, there's also a YouTube if you want to... Uh, watch the show or watch clips it's youtube.com slash jree podcast maybe leave a like or a subscribe i don't really care i don't give a shit and thank you to fitbod for sponsoring this episode and keeping the ship running there will be a link in the description go check them out that's it do you guys have anything to say in closing um check out the post joe like and subscribe happy new year yeah happy, happy new year fucking happy new, new year, year. we hope listening. we hope 2023 is your fucking year that's it Thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great week. Enjoy your weekend. And as usual, keep your eyes open. Mm-hmm.